on this issue that has now become personal as DeVito's daughter has joined the raving lifestyle. And obviously the code of honor is waved in this one as it's about 10 on 3, but you know what? I don't even think the carnage crew cares. Just as long as they get the opportunity to hurt Special K, that's all they're looking for. And they're doing a good job of it right here as mayhem is ensuing all over this building. The carnage crew, they do want to hurt Special K. Look at DeVito. He is especially pissed off tonight. More angry than I've ever seen him before. And he has a right to be with what's going on with his daughter. As, hold on, he just tasted the steel right there as he missed the shoulder block. And DeVito went head first into that steel right there. The Carnage crew, they work their crappy jobs. They have their nagging wife and kids, but family is still first to them. And they come here to Ring of Honor to unleash their aggression from their miserable lives. We haven't done a show in 45 days. It's been a, or more. It's been a pretty normal 45 days, I must say. Nothing really exciting happening in either of our lives. Um, yeah. And really, nothing happening around the world to even comment on. You know, no, no. Um, that's uh, you know, it just hasn't been much. Um, but you know, luckily we we arrive here, and um, I do. You know, I've had. I'll tell you what, I've had a I've had a nice couple of weeks. Um, I'm in a transitional period, but I've, I've had a nice couple of weeks, and I'm having. I'm, I plan on having a couple more before I uh, f- finish my transition into whatever the rest of this summer's gonna be (laughs) yeah um but you know it's good it's good um and i'm so excited to talk about the motherfucking carnage crew welcome to wrestling is gross my name is bucky are we recording oh all right my name is bucky my name is siobhan i've maximized this this one window and and then i I thought it wasn't (laughs) i thought it wasn't going anymore welcome for joining us for uh fucking episode 57 rubbing my hands together like that one gif you know the it's gift? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking 57, right? No, it's 56. I've got to miss. It's 56. 56. Son of a bitch. I really want 57 up for obvious reasons. You can make Heinz jokes for like 20 seconds before it gets really old. So 57 like, sauce. No, 57 sauce. I've never had that shit. What is that? I never. It's like steak sauce, as far as I know, or maybe it's just some British shit. Uh, I just make it fifty-seven varieties. You know? All right. Well, we should probably save this for episode fifty-seven. But I'm gonna look up what oh, Heinz fifty-seven sauce is. I'm right. looking that up Welcome too. Welcome, wrestling is gross. Episode fifty-six. Uh, today we're talking about Heinz fifty-seven. It's a meta. It's a. It's a, a synecdoche. Is that how you say? That? A synecdoche. Yeah. <laughs> of the oh. it's a story within a story within a world. It's a <laughs> right, right. That's a great movie. Now, you like that you movie? Are, you like absolutely. synecdoche? Synecdoche, New York. Oh, absolutely. Oh boy, I've seen it once. I saw it in a theater with my mom, and she was just like, "I don't, I didn't get that," and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> uh, well, I can't move for like an hour. I got to sit here for a while, so I'm never gonna watch that movie again because it's. A uh, horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Synecdoche. Hope Davis, though. You know, I gotta get in my Hope Davis. Yeah. Love Hope Davis. You know who's great in that movie? Diane Weist. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. Yeah. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Here's my this co-host, is... Diane Weist. <laughs> my... I, I can... 
I'm you not, I could kind of do a Diane Weiss voice, but I'm not going to try. No, it. no. Bullets over Broadway, though. Fan- oh, all right. Let's let's talk about the Carnage Crew. No. Um, how you doing? How you doing? I'm feeling all right. Um, we haven't talked really, except for like, when are we going to do a show? And I'm like, I don't know. Fucking no. I'm, I'm around. Yeah, all right. Let's not fucking do that. I idea. suddenly that have a very open schedule. We could do it, but also I don't want to do. I don't really want to watch. Yeah, my so. schedule opened up, and yeah. then it was like, uh, Siobhan, Yeah, I'm dying. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was not. Oh, fuck. That's the thing. Sucked ass. In the moments just before I uh, lost my job, I was pretty much like in a a tailspin. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm sleeping at night, and, and you know we're we're gonna be all right. So um, I don't really want to talk. About... <laughs> that, yeah, the last one we recorded was the week before <clears throat> I uh, got out of my job, yeah. and then and then I now I'm now we're both all right. Welcome, wrestling is gross. Um, reset. Is it recording? We're recording. Good. I think we're recording. We've been recording. We just had four early. minutes. Uh, 57 varieties of uh, p- numerous pickle products by the Heinz Company. But where's... Where, okay. They had 57 different products in their, yeah. in their 1934 cookbook. And then the 57 sauce isn't even... is like a blip on the fucking radar here. No, the sauce is like... It's some British shit, really. It's like HP sauce, which you're like, what the fuck is HP sauce? It's like, oh, it's what you put on the chip buddy, mate. And it's like, what the fuck is a chip buddy? Oh, you don't know what a chip buddy is, man. Right? That's what you put on the... It's, <laughs> That's pretty you know, good. You have to your pee wet and you you That's a pretty good snack. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, you know you gotta that... Get that, wet, that... You got that pee wet, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I watched... Uh, we watched Inception. Because, you know, as you do once in a while. And Killian Murphy, and with his dis- distinctly not British accent, uh, talking to uh, Tom Berenger, who talks like like a like not a real person. He's, I mean, Tom Berenger is uh, like the middle class man's Chris Walken. That's in interesting. He's like a tough guy, though. Too. I mean, not that Walken yeah, isn't I a like tough Tom guy, Barringer. but yeah, uh, he's, there's, he's a, there's a bad movie about like fucking mercenaries or shit from like 1981 with walking and barringer in it that i desperately want to see okay i can't remember the name of it uh, i've talked about sure we don't I'm, we don't even look that up but that sounds yeah barringer is uh barringer and walking are both good military guys in that in that era and of course barringer the star of the sniper series which i know you're a big fan of uh, you know <laughs> no I, i've never seen him the substitute? I've never seen him, I was just gonna make a joke about I'm more fan of uh ryan philby uh sure i haven't yeah yeah. Uh, what's uh fucking sniper? The the fucking Ferrara movie from '84 with Billy D. Williams just calling people calling white people slurs. That movie's awesome. It's not very good, but it's a lot. Of fun. We don't know the title of that one either. Just just. Saying. I don't know the title of movies today. You said it was. You said it was Willie B. Williams, right? Yes, the fame. Uh, you know, uh, uh Candy Laurician himself. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, can- Candy. I call him Candy myself. Lando Candy. Uh, Nighthawks. I watched recently, of course. Uh. Uh, I don't see it here, but I also just saw him in Batman. We watched uh, Batman Returns, which is a masterpiece. Really, I have watched a lot of stuff. We've That's been watching. Good. That's what I want to hear. You we've know. been watching all the Nancy Myers movies, and uh, boy, those are something else. That is a world that I know nothing about, but I certainly love to watch for a couple of hours <laughs> every now and then. I, I've just been, you know, I, I mean. Have you seen? Let me just ask you: Have you seen uh, Something's Got to Give or It's Complicated? No, these movies about old white ladies like, uh, like getting getting that fucked. Dick. Yeah, they're pretty good. I gotta tell you, pretty pretty. Is it Fierce City? Fierce uh, Abel City? Ferrara, directed by Abel Ferrara, Tom Berenger. Um, yeah, all right, put it on the list. It's got Billy D. Williams and uh, 
Ray Don Chong. All right. You want to talk about the Carnage Crew, or you want to just keep doing this? Let's not get to talk about the goddamn Carnage Crew. Are, I, think, okay, I so, didn't think that's what you were going to say. I thought you were going to tell me we wanted to keep no, talking dude, about the early filmography we'll of t- Abel Ferrara. Oh, is Misha there? We can talk about the funeral. Um, the funeral Abel is her Ferrara favorite movie, right? Obviously. Isn't the, 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 the funeral uh, Misha's favorite movie? It's one of them. Isn't yeah. that right? <laughs> that's great. My favorite uh, fucking Abel is probably King of New York. Cause I'm, uh, yeah, that I'm was my just... first. I'm a bad lieutenant guy. But of course I am. Uh, think about I think it. The one, I, the the one that I think I most enjoy, like if uh, on rewatch, probably be I can't fucking rewatch Funeral and New Rose Hotel already. Those I've never seen New Rose. Great. I've never seen New Rose. Yeah. Oh, it's it's wild. All right. So no more Abel Ferrara talk. But um, it's, it might come you, up again. You've been good. Have are... you have you been having a how's your how's your May? Are you enjoying the summer? I've been enjoying this May. I mean, I've been sleeping like fucking shit, but mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. you know, to be expected. I uh, have in the yell at Social Security and welfare, but ultimately mm-hmm. it's like, they'll just, they'll just, it'll be okay. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, what would I watch that was good? Uh, <laughs> let's get it out of the way. <laughs> no, let's get, yeah, let's get it out of the way. I fucking, I'll bring up I my watch, list. I got it. I got it here. Also, I was, the- I was going to, what was the song I was going to play? I had a song that we were going to listen to. <laughs> that started this whole mess. I forget. Whatever. I have a uh, fucking. Uh, I've been watching the Preston Sturgis shit off of uh, Criterion <laughs> expiring. It's great. Uh, it's fucking. What's, uh, uh, what's the one? Miracle of Morgan's Creek. That's a that's a yeah. I've never seen five that. Star. I've never seen that. Uh, this is great wrestling podcast. Carnage Crew. No, yeah. I Preston mean, we got to, you know, you know what's more Carnage Crew than the classic. Lost in Translation, which you know what I'm fucking going back on. That's a great movie. It's a oh, I like movie. I like that movie. I, I understand why people hate it, but um, uh, it, it's got issues. But it's, it's certainly to think about the fact that it's just Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson playing themselves. Yeah, uh, and Murray as himself is why. great. I just I fit it, I watched Aloha, and it's so oh no, it's so bad. But it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad for the like the haters or like say it's like uh, like whitewashing or whatever. It is that, but it, it, it's a total comment on whitewashing. That part you know is the actually good part of the movie. You know why it's bad? Is that everything it's, else? Because <laughs> it's a Cameron Crowe movie. No, he's and great. He's not very good. He was good. He was good. Fuck you. Um, let's see. Uh, Twixt. Twixt is amazing. Twixt is Cop- or like late Coppola. Yeah, that's his la- the I'm gonna last. I'm going to put a timestamp so people can skip this when we tar- start talking about the Carnage Crew. Let's just. All right. All right. Twixt is I haven't seen Twixt. I haven't seen uh, uh, phenomenal te- Val Kilmer performance. Uh, Tetra, of course, we've talked about. I haven't. I haven't seen Tetra either. I, I've seen part we of it. Are probably going to watch The Outsiders tonight because that's expiring off of Tubi. Oh yeah, uh, and the, I got a. It's, uh, it's the, so weird. We've seen Rumblefish like a year ago. Now we're watching like the what's the other one? one. What's the other one? The Diane Lane, the, like the musical. Places oh, from Cop the heart. Club. No, 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 no. There's, there's another movie. It's, it's not. Maybe I just maybe I'm fucking. You talk about one. We well, talk about one from the heart, right? One from the heart. The fucking. That's uh, the one. Terry Gar, fucking. Terry uh, Gar. That's Fred Forrest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a. That's a. What a. Yeah. What a movie. Um. Okay. So yeah, Coppola. We got Coppola. We got Preston Sturgis, and we. And I was talking about Nancy Myers, and so that's. Is that. You, any, anybody else and you want to touch Ferrara, on? The and Abel Ferrara. Ferrara, the four horses. Oh, speaking of <laughs> Mount fuck, Rushmore. Dude, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> Have you seen Now You See Me? No, the the magician movie with all it's, the stars. It, it's so stupid, but it kicks so much ass. I've, I, you know what? I like movies I, like that. I like those those movies that make $180 million, and you're like, why did this make $180 million? And it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, well. It's really it's, entertaining. It's because it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's a lot of your yeah, like, a lot of your people like having fun together. That's why Pitch Perfect worked or whatever. You know, like I don't know. I'm I'm not interested in Pitch Perfect, and I'm not really. But you tell me it's good. Dave Franco. 
Dave Franco. He's a sweetheart. I like him a lot. I like Dave Franco. Uh, yeah. Harrelson's good, you know. I bet Dave Franco has good punches. You know what I'm saying? Was, we're going to talk about some individuals with good punches. Mm. One of these okay, days so, we will. One of these so here's days. The thing, well, here's the thing about the Carnage Crew episode. So there's like eight reasons, full, eight-fold reasons why I want to do this episode. One, are, we talking, we're, are we talking about wrestling now? We're talking about wrestling now. All right. You can timestamp. Uh, when, when, when we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about swimming in the in the pools in the backyard uh go ahead all right all okay right. so here's the so here's what <laughs> um okay so and they, gardening so, i want to talk about gardening in the second half of the show okay so right. uh first there was a uh, carnage crew reunion match featuring right uh oh god and that was also new jack's last pro match last <laughs> appearance <laughs> fucking crazy we're going to talk about new jack yeah uh, no i, I not, mean, not today we're gonna do that so you you're you're down with that uh, I, I like it. I mean, I don't know how we're gonna up, do it. I gotta look into I'm the technology. I'm gonna fucking find some way to modify it and make it like more coherent than just that was a cool dive or whatever. Yeah, but that's the thing is, you know, we we gotta try to. Uh, all right, we'll talk. We'll, talk. we'll figure out a <laughs> we'll way. We'll later. The new Jack, I mean, new Jack episode is coming soon. It'll be coherent. We'll figure it out. We no, know it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. It'll be as coherent <laughs> as the fucking thing we did with. We, with this guest, assuming we do it with this guest before. Oh, that's a great that episode. That wasn't particularly coherent, but that's it a, was an episode. A, the three and a half and hours like, recorded after midnight? Like, we and started it was three dipshits just being like, that was sick, mm. that was sick. It had a little more to it than that. That's all I ask, yeah. is for a little more. Worldwide did his a, Terry Funk impersonation. It was great. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes. And then you, okay, but then, but I'm like, okay. So there's a couple of things. One is is that and you're like, man, Carnage Crew looking fucking good. And that was and Carnage Crew by... and somebody, what, uh, Carnage Crew and and New Jack. And then it was vers- Jack... versus uh, who was it? John Wayne and John Wayne, uh, John Wayne Murdoch, Reed, Reed Bentley, and, and Neil Diamond guy? Cutter. Oh, that's right. Okay, which is cool. It's like you know one of our guys. That match is short. That's on. Uh, was that that was on one of the ICW NHL? Yeah, that was the first uh, ICW show that weekend uh, on Mania weekend, and uh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of yeah, a lot of shows. I didn't watch many of them. That was we were we we were doing our last episode during those shows, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. The things I've watched, I watched all four of the ICW shows. They're they're all good. The, the second of the Battle of the Tough Guys is one of is one of the best shows of the is year. Is it though, okay? Yeah. I watched Honestly, the first one. I didn't just, watch the second one. It's just extremely solid throughout. Sure, and that's what you want, and just a lot of fun, a lot of fun performances from guys like uh, Bentley and Moff and uh, Nolan Edward. Sure, yeah, that's a that's a hell of a crew they got right, th- right there. I uh, can't wait for Boardwalk Buds. And now number two, so I was looking up one of the one of the things that I love, and I know you love too, are early or like the early DVD era compilations of like disgusting matches sure, that sure. an indie promotion would put out. Uh, and I was looking up Harwich Bloodlust, which is the first one, and like literally half of it is Carnage Crew, and the, oh. all of the matches we are doing is are from that. Was that one of those DVDs that they like tried to push like mainstream, like it's Suncoast Video or whatever? I think so. Yeah, I, like Roh I Bloodlust. On, I'm looking it up. I, f- I found it on like Amazon.co.uk. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, sure. And, and you're like, damn, fucking <clears throat> Carnage Crew kicked ass. Number three is the. Uh, as the ROH, ROH uh, Delirious debuting one of his new stables he loves so much, Violence Unlimited, which is such – no uh, vowels in it. It's really stupid. What We're is that? I'm sorry. It. Say again. I was looking at the, this uh, bloodlust. ROH's uh, stable with uh, fucking uh, Chris Dickinson, Tony Deppin, the, on, who is, the man who's going to feature on this episode multiple times, Homicide, and led by Brody King. And you're like – Hey, who gives a shit about Brody I, King? I don't know. I think Brody King is like if you could. I think he's easily ignored. I think you just don't. Yeah. You don't just don't pay attention to him. 
Yeah, but I mean, like all three of those other guys, I'd rather see like Work Rouge or something. Like, come on. Yeah, Brody King is a very it's he's a strangely disappointing guy because he he looked when the first time you see him, you're like, okay. And then you watch him work for five minutes and like, ah, oh, shit, okay. He's like doing slower versions. Of yeah, like I don't know. Anson, I... cartwheel, and you're like, oh, fuck this, dude. This yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, if he, uh, if he did it once every ten matches, it would be interesting. But you can't do it every time, you know? Uh, but because of the return of Homsa, I ended up watching one of those ROH compilations. And it's like, man, I fucking Homsa. And you're like, I just fucking love this shit. This is, so, this is just so much more fun than all the stuff that, like... Yeah, the fucking narrative about every our match that we're doing about. was on was on was on this DVD. Every all five of these matches. Yeah, and I just was like, that's a fucking good that's selection. Easy. Yeah, that's then, an huh? easy selection. Yeah, that's great because we. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, well, you know, so look, Ring of Honor in in two thousand two when they first started the whole the whole deal right was it's it's not this we won't do this and that was the obviously it was a gimmick from the start it was always there to be fucked yeah. with. Um, you Chris know. Daniels, Jimmy Rave, etc. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah. You know, Jimmy Rave came came along a little later, but like, sort of was the the I think the ultimate spit in the face sort of gimmick. Uh, you know, like anti. Uh, but that's the thing about that, right? Is like it's it's very strange because it's this uh, it's this it, the, the promotion has a gimmick, right? And the promotion's gimmick is basically just to be like you have to like count out of like these. The, the the corporate culture of this fucking company. Extent, it's also like the corporate culture of like the dude who sold John Belushi Coke. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, and that's the, the thing. And like the, who are Paul you fucking sidekick and uh the, the fun athletic guy, you know? Yeah. It's a little different. That's who we've than, got like as working the... for Lockheed Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's not. It's pr- it's pretty similar, but it's different scales, right? I guess it's like <laughs> Yeah. But it's like it's more like, you know, you treat each other, your opponents, your this isn't. We got to bring it back. We got to bring back the yeah, dignity of wrestling, yeah, the which is bullshit. Shit. But yeah. obviously, it's bullshit, uh, and that's fine. And then you know, Chris Daniels being like, "I won't do that." Blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like, "Oh, I got Simply Luscious around, and I got the Prophecy." Uh, All my weird California friends. Yeah. We, she doesn't appear in this episode, but Simply Luscious. Um, I've I've known a number of uh, 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 men who. <laughs> Who have uh, claimed uh, to claimed just keep going? Yeah, yeah. She was she was uh, around the area quite a bit before this. Before like in like '01, she was a big uh, Southeast Texas, uh, Southwest Louisiana girl. Uh, <laughs> she's not not great. I never liked her. Never was a big fan. <laughs> she's all right. Yeah, that doesn't matter though. Yeah, here's yeah. What, but here's what's like, and you're just like, all oh, this shit is great. All this. All these like weirdos who, some of whom got cast aside, some of whom would have, would st- like again, homicide is there again twenty years after the fucking fact. Right. Some of whom would be like, why the, he- what the hell's even going on? And you're just like, it's a fun, like talking about a weird collection of wrestlers is like the one of the most fun things we could do. Like that's kind of the idea. If you're if you're doing a subject like where you're like we're going to cover the Carnage Crew, then we have to look at like, well, all right, who are they going to wrestle and who does that make that who does that allow? Because we don't we never talked about Abdul the Butcher really in the show, and we're going to get no. to you know like you know it, we're we're not going to go deep on Abby, but we you know we're going to get to talk about him for a minute. That's going to be nice. Yeah, that's sort of the thing. We're going to talk about Boogaloo. Not that I have much written on Boogaloo, uh, but do you want to? Do you want to move on to our our first? Yeah, let's or? move on. Let's move on. We could do more do framing wanna... if you want to do more framing. I mean, there's a lot to no, be said. No, I just feel like I just was like, just like, I just felt like this felt like a perfect episode to do, especially 
our uh, ability to do a hardcore title episode is fucked for the. For I, listen, bit. I got a plan. I'm going to download every fucking TV. I'm going to torrent every. I'm going to. I was going to message you this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to torrent every TV from 2000 to 2002. Are we sure that I, we can't just use Peacock? Hey, be my guest and fucking try. I'll so, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll sign up. We can, I'll pay for a month and I'll give you the I'll give you the password. Peacock hates it. I don't know. Do we? I don't know. Maybe yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we do. Eric. I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Fred, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> Fred, you, Eric. You fucking obsessed with that. I, I well, it was Matt first, but then Fred, Eric took over me. Uh, but I was I, I was talking to Eric like 25 minutes ago. I think I've invited him on the NWO show, but I'm I'm gonna let him record two. We're gonna do two in a row. That and the other one. <laughs> the we'll, we'll do a five hour session. The yeah. The, the I'm happy with that. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's so from. The yes. Murphy Rec Center Murphy Rec. in South Philadelphia. That's right. On July 27th, 2002, our Ring of Honor crowning a champion, we have the Natural Born Sinners, Boogaloo and Homicide, Boogaloo. versus the Carnage Crew, H.C. Loke, and Tony DeVito. <sighs> bunkhouse rules. Bunkhouse. Right. So, and I, I guess I, I asked you if you wanted to do more framing. But you know me that I always watch a little bit of the the show before like, I skip around a little bit. Yeah. So I've got I, some. I was like, it was hard to not. It is hard to not when it starts out with Loki, at, like at the very start of the file, and he just he cuts his like Loki promo. Bearer of slam. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, that's good. Um, he he basically just talks about how every match he's had in Ring of Honor it was one of the greatest matches in wrestling history. <laughs> like he, yeah. he he breaks down each of the matches from the fir- f- this is like the fifth Ring of Honor show. Yeah, yeah, and he breaks down all of his matches with Daniels and Dragon, AJ Styles, Red, um, and it's very funny. It's like listening to a you know an artist talk about his like you know just above average paintings as if they're fucking masterpieces. Not that Loki was doing just above average work; he was actually painting masterpieces in early Ring of Honor. You agree with that? I absolutely fucking yeah. love Key. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Um, there's a, I don't know, we never really talked about him that much before, because we haven't really had a chance, outside of maybe that Jersey All-Pro episode we did with Phil, where he, he was in a four-way, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked a little bit about him uh, from uh, the ROH uh, match he had with Joe, the uh, Relaxed Rules. Oh, yeah, okay, we, yeah, that's what we talked a little. February, we, was we, that? Or January? Something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That was the hodgepodge show. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think there's th- th- we're gonna have we'll have a, we'll have a chance to talk about Loki, but he's around here and he's the man. He's he you know he wins the title this night in uh, an hour. It's, it's an hour Iron Man, but there's weird rules, right? Where like if you get a- you get pinned, then you like uh, lose points or something. It's just an hour long Iron Man four way with him, the Williams. Uh, Spanky and Danielson, uh, which is a weird lineup. Wait, I is should, it Spank? Is it is it Danielson or Daniels in that? It's it's uh oh, I think it's Daniels. Or is it just or, or is Doug Williams not even in that? No, Doug, Doug, Doug Williams, Williams is in it. It's Doug exactly. and Spanky, and I, I I don't know if it's Daniels or Danielson. It doesn't matter. It's a weird lineup, and the fact that Doug Williams is there is really weird. It's um, really weird. The it's early funny. Pu- early push of Doug Williams and like the 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 FWA stuff and getting Jody and Jody Flash and Johnny Storm in like that stuff was all so important, obviously. But oh, absolutely. Um, but Doug and Doug is great. Doug. Um, Doug Williams. Yeah. We named him. We, we named the we named the, the wrestler Doug because that's the song. <laughs> Man. It's um, a great name. It's a great. He's a great wrestling uh, name. You know, <laughs> it's almost yeah. as good as uh, uh, Jerk Jackson or whatever. 
Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about Drake Jackson briefly. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about uh, Low-Key, and maybe we'll talk about Doug Williams one day. If we do, we'll do our TNA series, our TNA Brit series. So it's, it's so weird how many of those guys ended up like with a run. Like, you know, the four-time X Division champion Doug Williams, probably. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I can say Fucking it. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Mandrews, of course. And then Rockstar Spud becoming a thing. And, and I, does he still have a job in WWE? Maybe. Yes, he So does. that's great, great for him. I, you know, I like, I like a lot of these guys, but these guys. Um, I also cut a promo where Cry- Quiet Storm and Chris Devine are offered bananas by the Christopher Street Connection. Um. They're just hanging out talking about like the move. Like Quiet Storm is like telling Chris Devine about like some new movies. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Quiet Storm. He's like, I'm gonna cradle him into like a, it's like a twist, eight, 180 degrees. Like it's, it, he's like literally doing that. Um, and uh, it's so funny. Those guys, Divine John Danzig, baby. Yeah, Divine Storm is one of my favorite teams of the era. Um, uh, they get offered bananas by the, the Christopher Street Connection, who are in the locker room sucking on bananas. Uh, then they tell him that Brian XL is like hanging with a new crew, you know, um, yeah. which is you know the the formation of Special K. Um, and then I watched. It was supposed to be York, you know, Christian York and uh, and Joey Matthews, Joey Mercury, versus Prince Nana and somebody named Jacob Ladder. Hell yeah! It's not Jacob's ladder. It's Jacob Ladder. Is it Jacob Ladder, the uh, Texas guy, the guy who uh, I believe set his hoodie on fire and, his, uh, and did the Swanton on that IWA show? And, Maybe. Uh, nearly burn. He yeah, looked, looked like a guy who would do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that used to just. I, I, that that's like it's so funny that that was like a big like a fucking huge shit show. I don't think I've seen that. Fifteen spot. years ago, people are just like, no, no, no. I'm I need to do this much worse now. Well, if you did that now, it would be a fucking thread on Twitter about how these people are doing this in front of thirty people. Like whatever that that video was that got shared a bunch in the last twenty four hours. What was it? Do you know what that know was? What... It was oh, a, it was a woman taking a, a some guy a rough Harlow, power bomb off uh, an anchor. Yeah. Yeah. Who is it? I mean, or Harlow O'Hara. Harlow O'Hara, right, right. Yeah, she's I don't cool. fucking have the results up. It doesn't matter. No. It's uh, we don't. Yeah, we haven't. Somebody sent those results into uh, <laughs> into PWI or whatever. You know? Ooh, the <laughs> opening match: Tony Mamaluke versus Jeremy Lopez. Cla- oh yeah, you know, that's Wild classic. Side, uh, yeah, hell Wild yeah. Side. That's also like a, a sort of a CZW like best of the best round one sort of match, right? Yeah. That's kind of what that would be. Um, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It is Daniels. I don't. Danielson the, is not on the show. Okay. Well, you know. Whatever. But we do have a a six man tag featuring uh, the Ring Crew Express and Mike Tobin versus Brian XL, Dixie, and Black Gordon Jr. That's your that oh, Black Gordon Jr. was in Special K. Dude, there's so many fucking early Ring of Honor is wild. I was looking at Special K members. Well, we should talk about this later. But there was a guy named Yayo, and I, I looked him up, and I was like, I've never heard of this guy. Oh hell yeah. It's so good, dude. <laughs> he wrestled one match as a yayo. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that later. Um, so Prince Nana, Jacob Ladder. <laughs> uh, so Christopher Street com- comes out. Christopher Street Connection comes out, and they kiss some guys in the crowd. And like Gabe, yeah. I think it's Gabe in commentary. Maybe it's it's Steve Carino, or maybe it's jo- uh, what's his name, Stevie B, not Stevie B, Donnie B. Donnie B. Oh, yeah, so, Donnie I, B I wish Steve it was Carino. I wish it was Stevie B. I want to be the one. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, so they they're kissing guys uh, because I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that would be great. Him and Steve Carino, Stevie B and Steve Carino. Uh, I think Donnie B is the guy who gags on commentary when they kiss guys. 
So that's great. Uh, Good times. Yeah. Different. It was a different time. It was a different time. This was, you know, post 9-11, you know, you were allowed to be extremely homophobic and extremely racist. That was the time to do it. Uh, At least Gabe is having some bringing now Muslim guys to fuck a goat, you know. Is that 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 what's happening now? Oh boy, um, yeah, you know ECW. That's kind of the sort of sort of thing that you know this is, and we, this these matches are really emblematic of what how much ECW was still in Gabe when he booked all this shit, right? Yeah, um, yeah. He, you know, it's it's trying to trying to create the divide, make yeah. it think, make it make his own thing, and that, that you know. Homophobia was a huge part of ECW, and it's a huge part of Ring absolutely, of Honor. Early Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. I'm sure. Is there, like, one really good Jersey All Pro, like, brawl with the Christopher Street connection? Surely they, like, bl- like oh, yeah, bled yeah. against the hit squad or something one time, right? Yeah, there is. I want to find. We should find that. I'm very no, curious. No, no, there is. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've seen it, or I've seen somebody talk about it, maybe, but. No, there are. Uh, we just. It's just fucking hard to find that shit. Yeah. Like,. Even on um, even the dumps on IWTV of Jersey All Pro haven't been, you know, anywhere as, near uh, comprehensive. No, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, you know, you have uh, for the X Division title, you have uh, just a wild side match straight up: Adam Jacobs, David Young, and AJ Styles. Right, that's an X Division. That. Yeah, David Young you was like, a cool guy around then. I like David Young, Spinebuster. Absolutely. Uh, the that was his thing. He, he did a Spinebuster. That's it. That was his was, whole thing. Yes, he was uh, the Messiah of the Spinebuster, uh, which is <laughs> even more ridiculous than the Roderick Strong uh, na- nickname, but, you know. <laughs> which is? Uh, the King of the Backbreaker? The King of the Backbreaker. I thought it was the King, but I, I, my head was like, was it the God of the Backbreaker? No, no, it wasn't. At best, at, at most ostentatious, it was either King or Master. But I don't think it was Master. Master. That's a, that's a Dean Malenko. It might have been that's Master That's Dean Malenko shit. That's... <laughs> I love Roddy. One of my guys. Uh, What else? You got anything else on that card you want to shout out? Uh, There's a five-minute Scoot Andrews-Xavier match. Of course there is. Bless John. uh, Johnny Johnny Julie. I don't know know how to pronounce his uh, weird last name, but Xavier fucking kicks ass. Yeah, sure. We're just agreed, right? Uh, No, I got got notes on Xavier a little bit later for some, like, later context around – um, on the December match. Okay. I, I, I do want to talk about him for a little bit, but yeah, I like, you know, him. Just, I'm a, I'm, I like him. All right. Yeah. I, just like, there's a lot of, a lot of goofy bullshit here. There's a, uh, little Guido versus Jay Briscoe for Mark Briscoe in the corner match because Mark, Mark could, couldn't of wrestle. course, still could not legally wrestle in right. Pennsylvania. And it's a, this know, is a weird, it's good that we said, I, I do want to set up sort of like the, 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 the vibe in Ring of Honor in those first few months. I mean, there's more we're going to end up, I think, inevitably, like not to like fucking show our hand or especially on shit we haven't totally talked about. But I, I think it's inevitable that we're going to end up doing more early Ring of Honor because there's a lot of gems that well, it was so important. get talked about now. It was so important for me to like, that's a, yeah. that's some personal stuff for me. Like the first year, especially the Murphy Rex Center year. Years, I think. I guess they were there for about a, like a, maybe a, a year before they yeah. moved to whatever the Rexplex or whatever is their big. Well, they the moved up to the National Guard Armory. The National Guard Armory, place, Rexplex is, is in at, Jersey, which right? is way up in the great in like the Northeast Philly, like to the point where it's really not in Philadelphia. You've joked about that move before. I think you've, you've joked oh, about yeah, what, mean, what decisions about, <laughs> and yes, why they were uh, made that, and uh, and uh, the the. Uh, 
former Chikara Wrestle Factory, which of course I had the uh, famous, uh, where the fuck is this fucking warehouse in Northeast Philly, surrounded by fucking uh, ugly hoagie shops and gas stations. Fuck, that fucking, fuck quack, fucking cracker motherfucker. Uh, it's very, it's it's a uh, it's a lily white kind of move to just go from the like the probably the whitest air like area in the city proper to just the suburbs, just way the fuck up. Didn't even try anywhere in like the middle of the city and or Philly or West Philly, but you know, Gabe. All right, so the Murphy Rec Center was it? Could it hold people? Like, did, was the was the move? Did it make sense? Oh, it made sense. The Murphy Rec Center held like five hundred most. The Fucking uh, National Guard Armory could hold like at least could hold probably fifteen hundred. Were they selling it out? They, were they selling out? I don't the know if they were selling it out, but they're definitely hitting a thousand. They were able to justify getting yeah. getting out of there. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, you know, that's that's sort of. I'm looking for a cord to charge something over here. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. Um, if you hear uh, rustling, uh, if you hear big money rustling, it's just me, Jesus. baby. Um, is that a is that a USB? Oh, good lord. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out later. Um, yeah, so it it is sort of the building that is in in my mind early Ring of Honor. It was all here. I, I mean, I know they had some other shows, other places, but mo- like their first ten shows, I think they did eight of them here or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and in my head, when I think of the the early prophecy years and you know Joe coming in and the red key match, like obviously those all took place here, and they all like. I think about this building. Um, it's great. You ever been there? Nah. Uh, what is it? What is it now? It's still there, but it's just they don't. I don't think they're on shows. Of their first fifteen shows uh, in two thousand two, only two were outside of uh, the rec center. They, had, they didn't do fifteen shows. How many? What? They did fifteen shows in two thousand two. Yeah. What? They start running. Did they start running? Uh, uh, oh fuck! I'm getting. The fucking I the high impact TV episodes are fucking cage match or fucking uh, let's fucking you got, move on fucking Striga he got your ass you were like no got my a ass uh, fucking Striga this cocksucking bastard how many are uh, there how many are there final battle let's take those seven out and then I believe that would actually make ten it's ten so yeah okay and that's so your math was right fucking congratulations bud oh thank you thank I'm not you. being bitchy I'm I think they did one sure. more no I think final battle's the last one there right. Or they do Night of Champions from the Murphy Rec Center in, in March, which is an interesting show. Um, of course, all these shows are really interesting. Epic that's the night, that's when Samoa Joe beats Xavier. At that, at, that's the last Murphy Rec show, I think. Uh, but they, uh, they figured out how to like light, light it differently. Like It was dark then. Russell Rave 2003 is in uh, June 03 is in the Rec Center. Is that the last one? Glory by Honor was at the rec center uh but they were lighting if, they made it dark right didn't that it wasn't that a thing they figured yeah. out okay it I mean, looked like a different I mean, that's building a very gay move obviously. of course of course uh and then yeah final battle uh 2003 which is the convention show where they had two shows on one day and sure that's what muda fucking, uh, yeah they yeah brought in the uh, all japan guys and, and was, who is it arashi yeah and there's kaz hayashi and is there one some, oh and then turmeric storm right uh i don't yeah and uh, kojima Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. I, I thought I had them all, but Kojima. That's one of the fa- that's he wrestles, famous. Uh, uh, he wrestles Homicide. That's a famous. Yeah, he wrestles Homicide. That's a famous story because uh, Homicide was apparently like desperately like he really, really wanted to Kojima, and then so CM Punk decides to get in his uh, genius mind. He decides, I'm just gonna fuck with Gabe and call him up because uh, Homicide 
during uh, December was in uh, doing oh yeah a I've heard show the story for, I've heard yeah the story. for uh, WWC or IWA Puerto Rico uh, so he was not in the fucking continental US he's like yeah I'm gonna stay in under two weeks and Gabe completely bought it because Gabe's a fucking idiot yeah that's a that's a great story that's a great Gabe, like... fucker but bless him that he, it, that he deserved it yeah was that that was that on maybe CM Punk's like. Uh, like WordPress blog that he told that story. Maybe the oh, first that's time. a shoot. It's him and Joe shoot. hanging out. Oh, yeah, it was it him? Uh, that's a great shoot. Okay, of course. That's yeah. where I've heard it. Okay, that is a great. That's a great shoot. Um, so yeah, Murphy Wreck Center is great. I mean, the last one was Glory, to... Glory by Honor. Yeah, because the 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 final battle that year with Muda is at the is at the Armory. So yeah. Um, and then that's when they really start touring, and there's only like uh yeah a, a fucking Philly show every four or five months as yeah. opposed to so that's. Every... Really, now that we're 35 minutes into this recording, I think that's that's really sort of the, the thing that we wanted to talk about was that this is this is, this is like the real meat of uh, of early Ring of Honor, and I think it gives us a chance to sort of see a lot of the stuff that that sort of moves out of it, and that's why I like skipping through these these videos because I like to talk for you know a minute on Dun and Marcos, which we'll do in a little bit, but like I I. I in my head, this is early Ring of Honor. Some people, it's Austin Aries, like, winning the title. that That's what they think of or whatever. Or, like, you know, I, I don't even know what people fucking actually consider early Ring of Honor at this point. Um, but this... Murphy- Everything up... I mean, I guess... I think if you... If someone said to you early Ring of Honor... Like, to me... Early Ring of Honor has everything up to Generation X. I think it goes up to that. I think it goes up to that fucking Dragon Gate match. Uh, right? That's That's, where, that's well, the that's- end. The, the the first WrestleMania weekend because that's co- coincides just barely. Uh, I mean that's like in a six in a free form off period with the CZW feud. Like that feels like the end of the first yeah. s- like grand uh, epic. Yeah, uh, the, that's the of uh, fucking Ring of Honor. That's the like era that said, includes but, Danielson and I mean Danielson obviously is the spearhead of the next generation, but it has it's Punk. And it's Joe. Joe goes away to TNA. He becomes full time there. And then Styles is gone. Styles. Daniels is mostly gone, I think. And it, it becomes yeah, like yeah. it's that's that's the real change of the guard. Is like late oh five. Yeah, for me, I think six. officially, if if I wanted to say earlier, I would just like everything after everything, uh, like before the official Generation Next debut is when you think, oh, okay, that's. I don't know when that is, but I, I, that's I, like. That's like May twenty fourth, uh, two thousand four, I should say. Okay. That's, well, so you're you're getting like a couple months into the second to the third year, sure. and then that feels like genuinely like that's like the first chapter. But and it's then the, the, then the second chapter ends with the CZW feud ending. And yeah. Th- and then you get the Morishima stuff. Then you get the Noah the Noah stuff. That's the third. Okay. We'll 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 chronicle this. At some point. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. We should do that. That's that's a real nerdy fucking thing to do. <laughs> it's like what are the let's let's figure out the chapters in the Ring of Honor story because it's as bad as it has been and for huge portions of it is uh, it has it had some incredible highs. And you know, in this era, the, the 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 floor was still pretty high. You know, I I feel like yeah. Um, like even your your Prince Donna squashes it had him throwing his ass into people's face really hard. You know, there's something to everything on these shows for the most part. Yeah, um, I just I think it's just like a lot of it's just it's one of those things where like people go about oh it's, it doesn't hold up and it's like well, what, the, what the fuck was it supposed to be? Mm, yeah. <laughs> It's the Murphy Rec Center, this fucking dingy ass building with like these sweaty nerds. It's, it's great. Like, 
you, you kind of, firstly, indie wrestling should kind of go back to that, but it also should be aware that that's what it is. Yeah. I, I like the idea of... Well, that's what Feinstein it. brought to it. He brought the scumminess, yeah. right? <laughs> but I, absolutely. But I like the idea of watching, like, like watching this shit, and you're like, man, how many of these guys got signed? And you're like, none of them? So WWE, yeah, yeah, it was a very different, today, right? very different uh, sort of pipeline that that existed back then. You, like you have some TN, like good TNA runs, uh, fucking Homicide, uh, Hot Stuff Hernandez, Jay Lethal, but it's like I watched that, a little bit of a Paul London match. He had yeah. a career that was hilarious, <laughs> one of the funniest WWE careers, and probably one of the funniest exits. Like, yeah, but that motherfucker won a belt. Yeah, mean... he, he he was a three or four time champion. Um. Yeah, God. It's London. like this is just this is just fucking. Oh, the the only person who ever worked WWE is just incredible. That doesn't count. Is that, that right? Before, That's the phone. Oh, is that so, in this yeah. entire episode the only person who ever worked a team like a proper WWE match? Like a contract. Masada happen. worked a Heat show. Masada does not. <laughs> he worked Maven on count. Heat. Okay, exactly. <laughs> he worked Maven on Heat, and I count that. <laughs> He did not have a contract. He did not have a deal. He barely had gear. I've told you about. Exactly. I've, I've told the story. I think. But oh, I've seen o- that. I've seen. Uh, there's that. Co- there's some compilation of the Maven Halo DDTs and Masada's <laughs> gear. Is very funny. That's the only time I've ever seen Masada wear gear that wasn't just shirts, shorts, and a t-shirt. Yeah. Was that he wore like pleather, like sort of like uh, Eric Cannon? Well, no, they were shorts though. They were long shorts. They were yeah. They were they were like uh, the fucking like uh, trash bag capri pants. Yeah. With uh, blue flames on them, I think white with blue flames. Ah, uh, blue with right. white flames. Maybe yeah. It's yeah. We'll 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 find the clip and we'll put it in the show notes. Um. All right. Enough bullshit. Thirty forty minutes. We did it. Perfect. Fra- to, we did. We did the you know framing. Got, all right. You know, who's, uh, you know, has got good punches. <laughs> I think it's everybody Boogaloo. in this show. <laughs> Boogaloo has some fucking good punches. Does he? Okay. All right. I, I, all right. Boogaloo has this, good punches. Okay. This match kicks ass. Um, the build here. Loke was a ref. HC Loke was a referee. Loke. HC Loke was an ECW, like late, like two thousand guy who worked opening yeah. matches and got his ass kicked. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I never seen a I've never seen a low ECW match. Somehow I don't I don't I don't think at least. Um, if I have, I We're don't conscious of it for sure. Yeah. It was it's, a, maybe it's a TNN. You have, but it was like on a TNN or two. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, I love ECW and TNN. Um, he DQ'd the Natural Born Sinners, which is Homicide and Boogaloo. Um, yeah. It, it, he was a referee, and then they forked him and hit him with the cop killer. Um, and then in June, the show prior to this one. Loke and is this the debut of the Carnage Crew? Yeah. So Tony DeBaldi DeVito, the Baldies, of course, was DeVito, and who was the other guy? You had uh, Spanish Angel, fucking Vic Grimes is part of the Baldies. Okay. Um, there's some other people. Was it, it was, I think it was Angel. Was yeah, I don't remember Grimes. Angel was the guy that. Well, no, Grimes was Grimes was there because it was an extension because that's where the new Jack comes in. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of that stuff. I don't know. I should, yeah. Yeah, we should do a Dabaldi's episode because I love uh, – Tony DeVito is my favorite wrestler PN now. News. Okay, Vito. great. Oh, Vito. Great. I like Vito. Yeah. I'm a Vito guy. I like Vito. I like Stasiak. Uh, I like Palumbo. You know, those are, these are my guys. <laughs> the natural born fillers, we have to say. 
completely ta- completely underappreciated stable. There's no way to do that show, but I would. Well, love, well, we I would love it. I would we'll love it. Talk, well, we'll find. A, did Marco ever bleed in a match? Probably not. But it doesn't matter. It's still grimy. 2000 WCW is so grimy because it's so overproduced. It's just like it's like the 80s happened again for a year in WCW. Like it's fucking. Well, I mean, it was the 80s because how much fucking coke was going. That's was right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I love it. Yeah. I love. I love Vito. I love. Uh, Love all those guys. Love uh, maskless Ray. Give me some of that shit. God, <laughs> Ray and overalls. Devil, <laughs> Devil horns Ray. Oh, I love it. I do love it. Uh, uh, upper mi- upper Price mid card. Also part of the Baldies, which is incredible. Who? Uh, who? I'm sorry. Rod Price. Have you ever seen the GWF stuff? You haven't seen Chad for that. No. And like the or like the text or like the fucking world. He was just like a crybaby heel. Like him and John Tatum were our team, and it was sure. just like that's such. That's a the kind of guy, guy that that's the kind of guy Paul would bring in in 2000. Sure. Um, yeah. So the Baldies. Devito was like the leader, though, right? He or he maybe he wasn't the leader, but he was sort of the he was the standout because he's a crazy workhorse. Oh um, yeah, and, and he's got like a great look because he looks like a fucking gremlin. He, he looks... has. A, he looks fucking insane. He is a great. He is Tony Devito has one of the best looks. Um, of of that era for like as far as standing out from the other people around him, yeah. Because he looks like a guy who literally walked off the street of of Philadelphia into the Murphy Rec Center and said, "I heard you guys were doing a wrestling match," <laughs> you know. <laughs> or yeah. like he was walking by when Loke walked out bloody, and he's like, "Hey, brother, what happened to you?" And it was like in higher learning when uh... <laughs> it's like in higher learning when uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I, I I'm blanking on his name. The guy from Days and Confused and and. Uh... Goodwill Hunting, Cole Hauser. When Cole Hauser approaches Matt, Michael Rapaport and is like, "I've got some good brothers who, uh, you know, some good some good brothers who are just like you," and then he turns him into a Nazi. Like I could see Devito. Isn't it weird that the uh, Bullet Club uh, have now named themselves the Good Brothers? I uh, yeah. Okay. I oh yeah. That's I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> that's a yeah. Those guys fit a fucking description. Two bald white men. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Have you seen Higher Learning? But- Ah, uh, no. It's a hell of a movie. It's, it's really the, bad. Got, there's a lot of singleton shit that I just want to watch. Just Yeah, to I, watch I'm going to watch Rosewood bad. soon. They're doing, they're, they've been covering oh, that was much. Yeah, that expired off of Criterion, but I was just like, it was like too fucking long. Yeah. For where, where they've, been, right they've been covering them on, on Blank Check, two white guys uh, talking about John Singleton movies, and it's been quite entertaining. <laughs> i got to watch Rosewood and Shaft. Um, yeah, Higher Learning is horrible. DeVito does kind of oh, give up. Oh, have you off. seen Four Brothers? Yeah, I have, but not in years. I'm looking. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna rewatch ass. it too. It kicks, probably kicks, kicks ass. Yeah, it's great. Um, DeVito is. He's just. He's just so good, though. He. He's. He's got this. This vibe that is inherently violent. Um, it's. It's in his eyes. You know the way it was. Yeah. In, the way it's in. Um, you know. I don't, I, I don't even know, like, Nick Gage, maybe? Like, is... Yeah. I mean, bald head aside, there's something to DeVito that's, uh, oh, I guess, kind of like, you know, Brody Lee had the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it it's, just has, like, chaotic presence. Yes. Brand, yeah. It might as well be branded chaotic on his face. Hey, he's brought like, you some presents. Kind of like he's brought you some thing. gifts. He's brought you some presents, and they're chaotic. He is yeah. a fucking... He's a crazy person. Uh, they come back, hit the sinners with hubcaps. They destroy Dunn and Marco. Marco and Dunn. Dunn, Dunn, and, Dunn and Marco. <laughs> Dunn and Marcus. Uh, Marcus and, and, and Dingo. Uh, so this, there's, in the video package here, it's also billed as the first ever Ring of Honor bunkhouse match. Um, and then when the... When Which the, is a very funny thing to think about, given this is a promotion that is only run in yeah, Philadelphia. Five sh- and five shows. It's like, yeah. This famous... Philadelphia bunkhouse. Yeah, you if, know, if we were running in Tampa, up. if we were running in Tallahassee, this would be different. Um, but yeah, they yeah. then immediately when it fades up, Donnie B and Carino and commentary call it a street fight. Um, 
and then they call oh yeah, and then Carino calls it a bunkhouse type match, which is <laughs> which I just is called a bunkhouse Philadelphia Street that sure. bunkhouse rules Philadelphia bunkhouse, Street. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, of course. Covers the whole gamut. Yeah, well, you know, being organizationally like sound is never a big part of Ring of Honor, uh, at least in the early years. Uh but yeah, it's a bunkhouse type match, which is you know, when Stone Cold says I heard so you'd like to do some of them death type matches. <laughs> Um, Donnie fucking B. Oh, you like to do some of them death time matches. Some of them death time matches. I think he said that to, to RSP. Great interview. Um, so, I think DeVito takes, he, he's wearing cowboy boots, does it look like? DeVito is yeah. wearing, he takes his boots off immediately, or at least one, and it looks like a real cowboy boot, I think it is, and he's immediately slapping homicide in the head with it, which is a thing that we almost never see anymore, and even in the, even Dusty Rhodes only did it rarely. You yeah. know, like, uh, but, you know, harkens back to Onita and Goto versus Dragon Master and Karisu, one of our favorite matches. Absolutely. Uh, I, and I was just like, oh, fuck yes. I was, this is the first match I watched. Are we doing chronological? Oh, we're doing chronological, yeah. Okay. I, I think the best match is in the middle, but we'll get to it. Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so, oh, there's the kid running around up there. Don't worry about it. Uh, not worried about it. Not even, ca- don't even care. She knows to leave me alone. Um, th- there's, there's barbed wire on the corner, like the big boxing style corner pad. Yeah. Um, and Carino and Comfort is like, dang, whoever thought they'd see barbed wire in a ring of honor ring. <laughs> God, Carino's accent. Carino is not as bad as he would be in say 2015, 2016 by any means. Yeah. Cause that was when he decided to really put the polish on and become like, I'm a, I'm a television Comment, color commentary. It's funny, guy, and he's fucking awful. He, but his weird combo of uh, Manitoba and Philly, yeah, just bizarre. It's a guy who's he been sound there like for a guy who has any accent. Yeah, that he's an interesting any other human being he's ever had. He's a really interesting choice for commentary because I understand it. I understand Gabe and RF being like, well, he's very knowledgeable. You know, he's like been to Japan he's a, a bunch. Veteran. Yeah, he's like, yeah. like he he'll be great. And, you know, he has, like, this level of energy that's like, I'm here to do TV or broadcast. I'm, I, yeah, I know. I, I watch sports. I could do this. And then he just, like, it's super dry. He has no good points to make. No. <laughs> it's just... I mean, I guess being worse in 20... Is because you're, you're inherently saddled by being uh, partners of Kevin Kelly. The worst wrestling announcer of all time, in my mind. I've honestly. seen very little of that, but that stuff, that stuff does suck. Absolutely it's, it's sucks. Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly's the worst. Like he's getting his balls cut off for all moments. Well, he's just the worst he, announcer he, of all time. He has, oh yeah, I don't know. I can't really comment on Kevin Kelly because I haven't heard him. The only person enough. I've ever heard make Kevin Kelly sound even halfway tolerable is Michael Cole because Michael Cole is a very underappreciated announcer. But well, we don't need to talk about. It's Michael fun Cole to hear today. him bully him, maybe. Um, yeah, I, remember we watched uh, the Dick Togo episode. We watched Christian versus Togo on like an episode of Metal, and Kevin Kelly was like really good in calling that match. <laughs> I remember that for some reason. Um, I think we talked. I think we went on a Kevin Kelly rant for that was a three-hour episode. This will be too. Um, it was Kevin Kelly and Jeffrey Epstein that episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein and Kevin Kelly in commentary together. <laughs> uh, welcome to Little Saint James, Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly, very good friend of mine. Known him over fifteen years. Uh, we're very oh, alike. God, the, you, only thing about him, he likes his women a little on the young side. <laughs> imagine Jeffrey Epstein as a pro wrestling figure with a talk show. With like, and the set is the is the little house on the island. Yeah, that sure. fucking weird temple, dude. Yeah, this is so good. Yeah, that's Give good. That, that, Piper's that pit. That should be the new set for Ms. TV. Piper's pit, but it's but it's Epstein. <laughs> and he brings Morton Denny is, Jr. on, and Morton. Yeah, yeah. That's the pit great. Is literal because that's where they keep the girls. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, we, you know, it, it, it's too bad that he's uh, dead. I'm doing air quotes. Too bad he's dead. <laughs> uh, so we can't do that. Great idea. Um, let's see here. Uh, Carino tells a story about how homicide is making waves is one of the craziest gaijin ever. Um, That's so embarrassing. I'm saying gaijin. Yeah, he's talking like, about, he said, like, my boss at Zero One, he's like, homicide works for Big Japan, and I, and I, I worked for Zero One. My boss c- came over to me and told me that he heard he said that homicides making waves is one of the craziest guy genies ever seen no the best part is he just like the boss he says the boss asked him about it and it's like dude he just like yeah i bet this guy follows keeps up with wrestling I yeah why would you like uh, oh like he probably doesn't oh even... that must mean he's really doing shit and it's like <laughs> homicide in big japan is fun he has like a an, an impossibly long like 24 minute barbed wire boards match of too tough tony but i mean it's that so sounds, goofy. that sounds hilarious um i've never seen him in big japan oh, i, I don't that was clipped unfortunately but you're sure like, Fuck, that's the era, that's the era where match. none of that stuff was in full uh they had an hour of tv and they would just everything was six minutes of 18 or whatever um yeah yeah, so Boogaloo, all right, let's see, Boogaloo, you said he has nice punches. He does. Boogaloo's the weak link in this match. He throws a nice... He's, like, he's definitely the worst guy here, but I don't think Boogaloo's bad. I... It's like, oh, okay, you're the worst guy compared to these... Fr- what, I mean, like, H.C. Loke, I'm not going to call H.C. Loke uh, fucking Kawada, but H.C. Loke kicks ass. Like, so, he's good, he's oh, good oh, in well, this man. environment, yeah. Um, Boogaloo throws a nice suplex. Um, you know, he he throws a really loud cowbell shot on on Loke yeah. that has a really uh, good sound. Torino says Boogaloo came to my house and asked if I could it, and and asked if he could get the bull rope. That's the bull rope I, I used in, the, oh, in my God. match with Dusty Rhodes. Did he? I missed that part. Good yeah, Lord, which Steve. Is so funny. Stevie Stevie C and Donnie B. I want to be the one. I I think that like this combination. This might be the worst commentary team of all time. It's really funny. Donnie B has nothing. He's Nova's brother, right? What's the deal with Donnie B? Donnie B is what? Who? He's Nova's brother. I can see that, but I don't know that. I'm pretty sure he's, he's, it's Donnie Bucci. Donnie Bucci. Well, yeah. Donnie Bucci. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. And Uh, he ran Phoenix Championship Wrestling, I believe, in in New Jersey. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. I'm going to look that up for Phoenix Don Bucci. Just put Carrie Sulkin on commentary and have him go into fucking rants about how Chris Stein from Blondie ripped him off one time <laughs> on a fucking yeah. on an amphetamine. That's deal. content. Yeah, that's great. That's a great way to fill a fucking rest hole. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all right. So it, while they're doing like B- B- Boogaloo and Loke are doing some cool shit. Meanwhile, on the outside, Tony DeVito and Homicide are having one of the all-time greatest exchanges of chair shots. Yeah, geez. and already both bleeding all over the place. We're like two minutes in, and like in the ring, Boogaloo and Loke are like, I don't know, they're holding it down. Yeah, but like, but outside they have like one of the greatest matches of all times happening. Oh, I fucking love uh, Tony DeVito's drop kick on the outside. Yeah, that's that he a, does a couple of times. That's he does that in a couple insane. matches. Yeah, he 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 sacrifices his own body to do a drop kick, and uh, he does it on hot stuff in the in the other match. But he does like a it's like a it's like a Kawada or not Kawada, it's like an Okada arc. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Shawn Michaels doing a fucking drop kick in the Rocker era. You know, like it's hilarious. This stubby little bald fucking. I, I don't want to keep calling him a neo Nazi, but it it is kind of the vibe he gives off. Uh, here and there, um, but yeah, he's a uh, he, he, he's too him. Italian to be a neo-Nazi. He's just he's just like he's just a go- he's just a goomba. He's, he's just some python. Just a proper like household fascist. <laughs> um, 
No, it's if you wanted to say that he looks like he could be um a um, Mussolini uh that's body what I'm double, I'm not gonna disagree. I'm saying he looks like yeah, he looks like he a uh, Secret Service agent, like you know, unassuming but scary, and yeah. don't look him in the eye the wrong way. Because um, he's legally allowed to kill you because it's 1944. He has, he has Count Orlock vibes. Sure, there you go. Um, this is this is great though. The, the, they're destroying each other. They break a guardrail. Uh, homicide's bleeding all over. The, like people in the front row, he's like shaking his head, and uh, the camera work is immaculate. Oh, um, it's like Paul Greengrass level. Like it's like the born supremacy in this motherfucker. What's Take... better than what's better than blood on a camera lens? Like nothing. Yeah, that so that happens. Gets... Yeah. That just gets over everything you need to tell in a, in, in a wrestling match every single time. Yeah. Well, this you know this match is kind of United ninety three esque. <laughs> this very Captain Phillips sort of energy happening parts of this match. Um, Devito's so good though. Um, I mean, that's Devito's so good. I have written down multiple times. Devito's so good. Yeah. It was just easy to type. Devito's so good. Um, he feels like the general here. Um, on the other side of the ring, Loke blades his arm. Uh, and then Buglo stabs him with like a fork or something. He's got a really sad whine. Loke does. Oh yeah, he sounds like a like a I don't know like a teenage girl. It's, it's kind of great. I like the idea of him just being a guy who did not exactly know what he was getting into. Yes, yes. When, like that's kind of a running theme. Well, he slowly uh, embraces this year. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, compared to this this psychopath, he just happens to be friends with. Who's just like who's just so happy to have a job. Well, that's this is the arc get, of where uh, he can rip people out, where he can rip people's flesh open again. Yeah. Well, that's the arc of the, the neo-Nazi recruitment angle uh, Cole Hauser and Michael, Bar- Rapp- Michael Rappaport go through in, uh, in uh, higher learning. You know, he's, 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 uh, he's trying to activate his, friend, his new friend, H.C. Loke, into uh, fighting these two Puerto Rican guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying it's there, but it's not, not there. Um, it's... Gabe wasn't. Gabe didn't have that level of Heyman. Hey, no, know, I know, I know. It wasn't <laughs> that edgy. It wasn't that edgy. Like Heyman no. would do that though, and Heyman oh, kind of he, he well, did he, he would did do that do just that. because it would be like it's a reference to a movie. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Try to have a little I more mean... culture. Did you see Jackie Brown, motherfucker? <laughs> like Heyman was the first guy who was like, actually, Jackie Brown's the best Tarantino movie. <laughs> Whether that's right or not, I don't have a take. But you know. <laughs> Yeah, Heyman was the first guy. Um, yeah, Devito, so good. Uh, he he does a oh yeah he, the drop kick that he does and Hong almost had hangs onto the ropes, and Devito just takes a big back bump. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like a classic old school uh, momentum shift spot. Um, there's a big belt. They're whipping each other with some big belt. I don't know. This it's crazy. Homicide hits a shining wizard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, DeVito uh, hits the Northern Lights onto him into the corner, which he does in, like, four of these five matches. A crazy spot for 2002. Oh, absolutely. It's, it feels like something from now. It's a thing from uh, a WWE match now, Especially this guy yeah. doing it, too. Yeah, and he does it to a uh, big guy a little later. Um, yeah. and it's, it's, it's great. He goes in the, the, the wire. What, they pull the wire. Oh, he pulls the wire off, puts the wire on him, and he fucking moonsaults him. DeVito! <laughs> Fucking, he's got a nice moonsault. It is yeah. good. Welcome to Anthony's Steakhouse. Like he is like this is Devito's <laughs> Devito's Italiano original. Like it is fully like this is Devito's world in each one of these matches. And watching this, I have Devito in caps written down like four times. It's crazy that fucking moonsault with the wire on him. Yeah, which is I don't know putting just loose barbed wire on a guy and then doing. A, a moonsault, like, there's another guy on this card who does a moonsault and kind of looks like 
he might be DeVito's brother. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he, they call his moonsault the BME. Meanwhile, here's a guy doing a better one, a higher arcing one with hard, harder belly-to-belly impact on the barbed wire. He's also wire. a stubbier guy. Right, a guy who looks like he shouldn't even be trying this. I mean, DeVito, like, has... Uh, yeah. But it works because he's he's insane. Yeah, uh, he's got and... the body of, like, an, he's like a GameStop assistant manager. You know? Yeah. That's what he looks like. And he shouldn't be doing moonsaults into barbed wire. But he does, and it's the best. Welcome to welcome to Anthony's Steakhouse. De- DeVito's uh, Steak in Italian. Uh, yeah, Boogaloo... Seems like an all right worker, but I I thought I think this is what really punctuated the finish of this match. Really punctuated like Obugalu is not quite up with these guys. He's up there with Loke, and they work all right together. But this is a homicide versus Devito match first and foremost, right? Just yeah. like when it was uh, uh who was it? It was uh, Gage and Jimmy Lloyd versus the right the powers versus of pain. Barbarian and Haku. Yeah, and it was just like this is. Who cares about Barbarian and Jimmy Lloyd? I, I, I do. I, I would love to see I that. Love, I love Barbarian. It's just like, uh, what am I going to do with this fucking... Yeah. Especially with, 2017 singlet-ass Jimmy Lloyd. Yeah, and he's if Jimmy Lloyd's going to throw, pants, throw huh? punches against him? Like, that's not... <laughs> Jimmy, I mean, like, I'm not going to shit on Jimmy Lloyd right now, but it, his punches are not what you watch him for. It's a B-side. Yeah, it's... And yeah. Bubba Lou H.C. Loke is a B-side yeah, fight. absolutely. This, that's fine. This is a, it's a good versus, B-side. And DeVito versus Homicide is one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, he's like... Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm hyperbole, but it's... I, I've come... I'm not watching wrestling for a month and then watching this was just like, oh, boy, that's what I needed. Um, homicide... All right, so... Boogaloo, uh, he's like wrapped his arm in barbed wire. He's like wrapping around his fist, and he's gonna do the finish. Of this match is he's gonna do like a camel clutch with the wire in the webbing of the mouth of H.C. Yeah. Oak, which is insane, grotesque, absolutely insane finish. You put some shit in someone's mouth, ah, I'm always yeah, it's always bad. It's and- why all those fucking. Uh- NWA, NWA Anarchy, Anarchy yeah. War Games yep. matches are so good. Yep, because they put, always have somebody get stabbed in the side of the mouth. For some reason, take an iceberg, know that that's what you do. You put a metallic item in, a, in, in, in another man's mouth. I'm good, yeah. Oh, Natural Born Sinners versus Tank and Iceberg. Imagine. Absolutely. Imagine a world where that could happen. Um, so yeah, that's happening. Eventually, we'll have to do a, um, the, the I know. one and only match know, featuring ta- both Homicide and Iceberg, but still. Yeah, well, we'll get Phil to talk to Dan the Dragon for us, see if we can... Um, do that. But so this is happening and this is a crazy spot, right? But while he's like setting it up, homicide has set up DeVito in a chair on the floor and homicide gets in the ring and literally has to tell his partner who's setting up the finish of the match, get out of the fucking way. I got to do the big high spot. (laughs) And he bounces off the ropes, just completely fucks up Boogaloo's rhythm and does the flipping tope, destroys another guardrail, insane spot, barely even hits DeVito, but it doesn't matter because it's fucking crazy. Um, and then we cut back, and and Boogaloo is still not quite locked it in. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I was watching that, and I was just like, damn, dude, there's a dynamic here between Homicide and Boogaloo. And it's clear, like, one of these guys is calling, <laughs> like, yeah. in story, but also, like, setting these matches up. I don't get the sense that Boogaloo had a lot to, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Probably the similar dynamic with DeVito. I mean, DeVito's the genius of this match, I think. Um, him and Homicide were clearly on a level um, that was just like it's 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 pretty impressive. This is the, they chant ROH at the end. The crowd chants ROH, which I think is so sp- significant because like the idea that it's like 
they're chanting the name of the company that this match is supposed to be the antithesis of, you know, what ROH is about, and they're chanting ROH. Yeah. Which I think is, like, very interesting. I don't know. I'm a huge fucking nerd, though. I, have, I, have, I was given a wedgie just now for saying that I thought that was... <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, when we take a break, I'm, I'm not only going to take a piss, but I'm going to shove my own head in the toilet. Um, they got a post-match here. The hit squad's around. I don't know. They get their heat back. Hit squad. We'll have a chance to talk about them in just, yeah. a, in just a moment. <laughs> but uh, so Carino says Homicide trained the hit squad, which I feel like we've, we've seen, we've heard this kind of thing forever, right? Where Homicide trained this guy and that guy. And it's like, when Homicide, was he like, he was like a year pro when he trained Loki and Red or what? <laughs> he was like four or five because he had his like weird early start and we have nothing uh. for like the first four or five. That's kind of what I wanted to ask you. Reason. Okay. Yeah. He does have that. I, I, is there, is, is Striga, is cage match up on any of that stuff? I'd love to know what some of his early stuff is. Like he's, he's running like 96 race facing reckless youth or what? What is he doing? Yeah, I know. It's like. Him and I forget the the fucking uh, Kane D versus Trent Acid and Billy Rell in '98 and shit. All right, but we just like the first time we see anything of him like listed is like '97. So that's the point when he's already training people. Like, because I mean, <laughs> Low Life Lou is about him to debut. Billy, he's de- about to debut. Him and Billy Real are training people. It's like so fucking funny to think about. Um, yeah. Well, the Hit Squad. You wanna um. What's it? You, you want to uh, okay, introduce our yeah. second match? Yeah, uh, you go ahead. Okay. From Wakefield, Massachusetts, August 24th, 2002, our Ring of Honor Honor invades Boston. We have the Hit Squad, Monster Mac and Mafia. Steve Mac and Dan Moth, of course, versus Tony DeVito and H.C. Loke in a Boston Massacre match. What'd you say? See, that's, Wait, what did that's you say? Like a, a what did you Boston, say? A Boston Massacre match. Oh, what? Cocksucking <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck your mouth. <laughs> Honor invades Boston. The in a, a, What is it called? Boston Massacre match. <laughs> you know, you want me to do it again? Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> From... August 24th, 2002, Ring of Honor invades Boston. The, the hit squad. So Steve good. Monster Mac and Dan Matthew Moth versus <laughs> the ball. The, the ball. The, the <laughs> crew. Tony DeVito and H.C. Wolf in a Boston Massacre match. Oh. Thank you. I can't pause it. I can't figure out. Okay, I couldn't pause it. Uh, I have it in uh, bold and uh, uh, and and underlined. Do the dropkick Murphy bit because it was like really high when I watched this, and I like was like I was like I, we gotta do I gotta play that. shipping up the shipping up the fuck town. They're yeah. cool, you know what? Dropkick Murphys uh, underrated. They, that song really made people hate them, uh, but they got some cool songs about working class shit. You know, they're. Do you want to talk about for just? Ten seconds. Oh boy! <laughs> Did you see the little vi- the video clip of the uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's George Floyd song? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I keep thinking about the da- the guy dancing, yeah, and how that guy isn't like a good dancer, but I'm mesmerized by it. this like sixty year old man sure. and his bullshit fucking sure. rock steady dancing. <laughs> what was uh, was it? 
Dylan Francis or somebody? Some some no, it was like a German guy who shouts out to George Floyd and his family, <laughs> and yeah, then like does a DJ set. Do you remember that? Was it Guetta? Oh yeah, it was Guetta. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, we'll listen to that right quick, and then we'll listen to the rest of uh, vlog uh, of uh, Dropkick Murphys. No, all right. Carnage Crew Hit Squad, August twenty fourth, two thousand two. Um, you know. It's another hilarious Loki promo. Absolutely. At the beginning of this. And he's got the Ring of Honor title, which... It, what do you think about the Ring of Honor title and the first belt? That, that, that belt? Oh, that belt sucks. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of cool, like, how... Like, it is, like... Oh, it's a really classical style. You know? It's, like, tough, and it's real, and it's just, like... Yeah. It is what it is. But it also kind of looks like shit. It's so minor league, but that's okay. Yeah, I guess it does Why? feel small. This shit's fucking minor league, and I kind that's... of want this shit to be minor sure. league. Sure, it, it had this. No? That's the thing is, it, oh. it is like a little thing that thinks it's huge, and that it, that could be, be like that could be horrible, but it's really kind of charming. Um, how the the grandiosity of like the vision of Gabe and this dingy yeah. bullshit—it's <laughs> it's good. That's what makes it really good, I think. Um, all right, well, yeah, just and you know he he's like talking about like have you have you seen the new nakanishi match to uh <laughs> carrie and rob like smoking <laughs> fucking crack out of a beer can together yeah yeah uh, yeah they're uh they're 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 tape trading and uh also doing a drug deal <laughs> uh these videos all have money in a ziploc bag uh-huh. there you go uh-huh. anyway hilarious video packages at the beginning of every one of these uh they show everybody's entrance for a second we got yes. a minor spoiler that the Hit Squad have brought barbed wire boards. Um, and it leads to this insane promo. And I believe it's Dizzy or Dixie, Izzy, and Elax. The... Elax, the exploited child. Did you watch this bit? I didn't watch this promo. I should have. Okay. So Izzy and Dixie are like, uh, man, that was good, man. But I'm like, I need to have some water, man. I feel like I need to drink some water. And they're standing by a dumpster, like tweaking. Cool. And then Elax pops out of the dumpster. And Hell he's, yeah. He's like, I've got some water right here. <laughs> got some water for you and then he just points down to his crotch mm. it's a clean bottle of water it's great that that's uh yeah yeah that's yeah i mean you know that's not do you, how much ecstasy do you think gabe's done in his life i'm gonna say gabe? zero i would i think he probably did twice i think he... i mean not to continuously make jokes about carrie silken the literal drug dealer but mm. this man almost certainly had access to be like gabe do you want to taste you know to really get the experience oh carrie i mean i I really appreciate that but no i don't think so no i think gabe did drugs like once with like maybe with like scott levy in like 97 or whatever you know (laughs) raven and Heyman bring gabe out to the strip club and then yeah and do coke yeah continuously various uh jewish slurs well they're just grinding up jewish i mean (laughs) and matter gabe shut the fuck up I do. I continuously just think of the. Uh, I am certain that Paul Heyman has called Gabe Sapolsky so many racial slurs. Right. Sure. Just, just for any of them, any any race. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Heyman's Heyman's got colorful language. Nobody ever said he didn't. Um. Yeah. And I think he. I think he also smoked crack with uh with Feinstein once, just once, and then he sucked his dick. That's my. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, at they some point they... in like oh one or oh two. Gabe Sapolsky and Rob Feinstein smoked crack together, and 
he probably RF probably sucked his dick. Yeah, yeah. either that or they just watched each other jerk off. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Honor invades it Boston. Impossible. No. <laughs> All right, uh, Amazing Red comes out for a singles with Quiet Storm. He's wearing one of those $45 Hot Topic shiny flame button-downs. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Like, you had to be cool to afford that, first of all. I always think about, <laughs> I've told you the story of a dude I knew from a forum who was from the Dominican Republic who said that uh, drug dealers, like the, like, the drug dealer's hierarchy was determined by how cool the guy's <laughs> shirt was. And that's guy, that's that's yakuza rules that's yeah. that's like a dragon stuff right there santo domingo yeah that's great that's great um man you know kiryu has shown up in uh fucking uh in in, in haiti to do some things <laughs> that's a, yeah that's a good spinoff series um you could set that in the in the 90s or whatever anytime uh, set it during the war on drugs, and you could do some real political commentary. Uh, have a funny, you know, they have like a funny Spielberg and a funny Michael Jackson in the Yakuza games. What if you had a, f- yeah. a funny Bill Clinton? <laughs> and uh, he's he's flying down there with his friend Jeff. <laughs> we should write this game. There's also my other uh, Yakuza uh, riff for the show. Let's bring it. I was doing, uh, I was playing Yakuza Kwame 2, and it's uh, Kiryu hanging out with... Uh, the niece. Have you played this? I have. I have. I have one and two. Have I have Kwame one and two, but I haven't played one. It. So you know. Uh, I haven't played one. I played zero. Haruka, I've only right? played zero. Okay. So if you played one or two, you you would know Haruka, like who is the niece, and it's uh, Kiryu hanging out with her, and that's like Kiryu. It's like Uncle Uncle Kaz, don't you? It's like I heard adults are good at golf, and so she uh, makes. Uh, Kiryu go uh, play at the golf uh, fucking little thing, and it's just, and I'm just Kiryu just being like, my kid is making me play golf, and like, because I'm an adult, and I just can't, I don't understand that. Kids are asking me, what do I look like? And it's just murder Kiryu. Yeah. You know? Is there is there and, a golfing uh, minigame? Uh, is, there a go- is, is there a golfing minigame? But, but I just... I didn't complete my riff about uh, the uh, street fight hosted by uh, Murder Kiryu and uh, Nishiki uh, Payne, but it's there. I know. I want to dig into those games better. I, I also just I bought Judgment recently, um, but I don't Nishiki know when. Just just being a, it's like you know I just think that this uh, <laughs> that this. You know, menthol tobacco infused vodka is pretty good. <laughs> what a wonderful world! Uh, I wish I lived there. Um, yeah, I, I guess I got I've got I get some Carnage Crew stuff here down a little bit, but I, I don't know. I watched some of this show. I watched London and Shane. I watched London. I posted the GIF of London. That's that's a great GIF. I I keep thinking about the uh, the black security guard who just kind of slowly gets up and then Rudy Boy and then just Rudy like, shoves him out of the way. way. Yeah, but, like, it's great. He does that, the, the security guard does that so nonchalantly. That's security yeah. guard. It's, a, it's ice cold. That's I love Carl that Winslow. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, so there are some pro some promos. Uh, well, there's a Hit Squad promo in front of what appears to be like a dilapidated school bus. Yes. Uh, Moff is like super gruff, obviously, but then Mac Monster Mac comes on. He starts talking. And he's such a he's such a smooth operator. 
Like he's such a cool. Like he's gonna sing his promo to you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like Trey Song. Baby of Ring of Honor, uh, as we've said before. <laughs> sure. That he does really have a stop Alki's quality. Thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I think he's a. Uh, he's he's a a chill dude. Uh, of course, I've DM'd him during the podcast. <laughs> It's really one of the weirdest things that's ever happened. Oh, the Italian havoc died. Yeah, it's... Italian havoc. I was. That's why I brought it up. Not just. I'm not just saying. I, I you, but I'm like, fuck, dude. I want to. Yeah, you Yeah, how do we? Italian havoc. Well, how do we do an episode on Italian havoc? We're... We can't do an episode on Italian havoc, but this is why we should do we'll, year we'll in another... year we'll in memoriam a... shows. No, where... no, no, because there's so many people who die. We'll just do another Jersey All Pro show. We'll get. This is what we'll get Tom K for. We'll travel through time. Tom K. We'll... Tom K. Doesn't have a computer. Tom K will do it. He will will Skype into his abacus and we'll make it work. <laughs> okay. Okay. This motherfucker um, on his typewriter listening to yeah. his Django Reinhardt, you know. He, he could maybe he could Skype us from his like kids' Amazon Fire tablet. Um All right. There's also a Carnage Crew bit where it's like I think it was filmed after last month's show. Um and they're talking about fighting uh the the boogaloo and homicide and they're walking out as the ring's being taken down devito's like i suplex that little fucker into the wire <laughs> and then loke says <laughs> he's i don't know if this isn't this is not verbatim but loke says something along the lines of yeah that was tight did you see my tornado bulldog <laughs> the loke tornado bulldog kicks ass so and devito is like yeah that was pretty sweet and then they beat up the ring crew which is not done in marcos but actual ring crew like 15 year old boys and hit them with like the you know the power bomb and a neck breaker that broke Viano 4's neck <laughs> like yeah. just classed up, um, and yeah, and then they they show us the graphic as the guys are coming out and the graphics on these shows are really really incredible, but they show us the graphic to remind us once again that this what's it called Boston Boston, Boston mask <laughs> match never forget Christmas Attackus even if he was the out of persuasion. <laughs> Oh boy! When rewatch The Departed or The Town or Gone Baby Gone, triple feature. Um, the Hit Squad don't actually come out with barbed wire boards, meaning that RF spoiled a mid-match moment. So thanks for that, bro. Well, in fairness, the way this mid-match ha- ma- moment is handled, it's great. It's extremely stupid. It's great and dumb. I like it. Um, so Mac immediately throws this like huge belly belly overhead and like. I always forget that what I loved about the Hit Squad was less their like fly, like, the big tackle and strikes and stuff. They were like straight up just they were just Vaders, the two Vaders. Yeah. Like the the the, the throws are so great. Um, and he at Monster Mac, he's still going. You know, people you see Moff a lot more often, but um, Mac should be working those IC, ICW and HB shows too. Absolutely, I think he's had some injuries recently, but I think he's still. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's. he's ra- I'm sure he's close with Demanto. Ma- he's wrestled uh, within the last like forty days. Oh great! Yeah. Well, he should be doing it in the fucking cage for Danny Demanto. He should be in the pit where they just fight. Yeah, Absolutely, that's right. In the pit where they Monster just fight. Monster Mac versus Sadika. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I just said yes because I was like I was like nodding and agreeing to whatever you're gonna say, and then you said Monster Mac versus Sadika, and I was like, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, they have uh, more room on the floor in this building than they do in the Murphy Rec Center. And what, do you know the building? Um, this is the fucking uh, Americal Civic Center. Americal. America. That seems wrong. That doesn't Straight seem up. right to me. It doesn't seem like a civic center either. It seems like a uh, well, 
like some sort of like a rodeo, like a rodeo would take place here. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, they got it's Wakefield, Massachusetts, AmeriCal Civic Center. That's all it says here. And it is the AmeriCal. It looks just like some fucking. It, it looks like a, just like a high school. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it, it looks like, like literally the the facade of this building. And I don't mean uh, the Neon Ninja, obviously. Well, like, sure. if you just Google it, we'll like, talk about it. At Americal Civic Center, and you just see it's like, oh, this looks like a high school. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do but... that actually. So yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting building. It's got like brick sort of like and like hard like uh, like basketball like hardwood floors. Is that kind of yeah? Yeah, it's a great. I like this building a lot. They did I think two shows here. They did two shows that year for sure, and then they I. I don't know if they when they move to Braintree because they obviously do ma- move to Braintree. Oh, I love Braintree. Their, I love to go to their, Braintree. Uh, primary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 no, I laughed, but no, it's I, cute. It's, also, no, I'm, I I went awe because I saw a picture of like little kids playing basketball in this building, and I said, "Aw, did you see that picture when you googled it?" Yeah, that's nice. Okay, so they're they end up going. Yeah, they they this is. They works. They run somewhere else in Wakefield called the Charbonneau Field Health. So that seems fake. Mm. I guess they only go to Braintree for good in um twenty four in two thousand four. Why do you yeah. keep saying twenty fourteen? I love to go to Braintree for good. So see you on this side of the other motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, the camera uh, stays mostly with Devito and Moff again uh, when they go to the floor. Uh, it, you know, so this is the same sort of thing. You, you pick it's Devito and the the guy. Not to say that Moff is better than Mac. I think they're very kind of like different sort of wrestlers. They have different vibes. Um, I would say it's uh, more opportunities. Uh, no, no. Knowingly or otherwise, it's the guy uh, Gabe would end up more attached to, whether he should or shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Moff has a more uh, easy-to-sell sort of vibe, but he's, like, probably prettier, I guess. He's got, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Mac looks like a fucking bulldog, <laughs> and Moff looks like he could release an album and have his face on the cover. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he, so it, it, they're, they're brawling around, Moff and, and DeVito, and in the background... You see, like, sort of half in frame, Loke hit Mac with a tornado DDT, this motherfucker, and his little tornado moves. <laughs> I thought that was so funny right after that. I was like, yeah, look, he's doing it again. Did you see my tornado bulldog? <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to someone? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, H.C. Loke is a very funny guy. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, he gets in. So Moff gets in, gives gives Loke a fucking a Vader-esque like death German suplex, like a you know Vader on a Noki, Loke is dead, like just dead. Yeah. And uh, Devito comes in, fist wrapped in barbed wire, takes over on Moff. Um, Moff then takes back over from him, and they do some stuff. There's a he does a barbed wire around his arm. He does the punches, some nice little punches, and the the, the twelve to six dusty oh, elbow. Yeah. Um, and then you know the the blade jobs start pretty quick. Best blade job of the match, I think, is Devito. You know, Devito's so good. Um, he probably is the best in, in in most of these at just really getting it spread across the face. And the bald head obviously does so yeah. much. It's so important for that. That's why Austin is so iconic for Mania 13, right? Is it just looks yeah. good? It's coming down both sides of his head, like you know, like it's it's different from. I mean, it gets in the hair, and you know, bleach blonde head of hair is also. The best. I think those are the two best ways to do it, right? Yeah. Um, is the two the two ways that Steve Austin did it. <laughs> That's why he's the greatest of all time. Um, yeah, Mac gets it flowing. Um, 
moth is like sort of a sweaty blood. But the idea <laughs> is to mix it so it looks like it's more than it is. It's always the thing is you don't have to bleed that much when you when you cut yourself. You just get it mixing with the, the sweat. You make sure your sweat is going and it'll look great. You'll just have juice on your face and it'll, you know. Everybody also bleeds differently. Yeah. So... Um, if everyone's bleeding the same off of like they, like they all got the same cut. That's really stupid. Yeah, right. When these you know, but here's the th- thing: is everybody sweats, and these are some very sweaty dudes. So oh, that absolutely. that part is great. You know, um, this this podcast is just as much about sweat as it is uh, blood or punches or you know cocaine or yeah. sucking dick. Like <laughs> it's like the six key elements of this show, and they're all equal. Um, it's great. Moff gets uh, hit by the cowbell, I think. Yeah, DeVito. DeVito hits, the cowbell, hits him with the cowbell, um, grinds it into his head. Like, we get some awesome close-up. Like, just really stellar photography in this whole match. Um, the, the stabbing the guy with the, the edge of the bell. Yeah. How, sh- how sharp are those? Probably not that I sharp, right? I those being that sharp. But I They're like often, like, rusty. Like... Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like I mean, it's, it's a he- it's it's a heavy piece of fucking right. metal. By yeah, the way. yeah. Th- th- those can't those can't be gimmicked, right? I mean, not really. It's you'd have you'd have to have somebody cool. make you a gimmicked fucking cowbell, and that seems like it would be a lot more difficult than just getting a cowbell. Which, at the same time, I'm not sure where you get a cowbell either. <laughs> no, you they they just got it from the fucking ball rope that yeah uh, Carino had, I guess. Yeah, well, they got it from Carino, who got it from the. From the walk-in uh, sketch on SNL, of course. <laughs> I love I love that that's the most saturated <laughs> gif of all time, but it still makes me laugh. More cowbell. Um, what? Devito hits a little low drop kick on Mafia as he's coming in the ring. Like that's just the he does this little shit where it's just smart for the the, the time and place in the match. Um, DeVito, so good. So good. He's uh has an intense struggle with Mafia and then eventually hits his big northern lights into the corner on a guy, Dan Moff. Pretty big guy. Yeah. <laughs> big guy to take that bump, big guy to throw, you know? And then that's when they take the breather. because um, Loki Loki <laughs> Loki Loke. Not low key. key yeah. <laughs> low C, um, low T has he destroys Mafia with one of those great plastic chairs that are great and loud, but not like as deadly as the real steel chairs. And then that's when the squad, the hit squad, takes the breather. Um, I like this trope. You said it was very stupid, I, and I agree. But oh, like, the way no, well, I mean, no, just the fuck the like we're gonna fuck it. the way like Carino says. I've, I've never seen the hit squad like leave a match. Like, like, so no, that's your your issue with it is you idiot, yeah. So it's Carino, yeah. That's that's. Some... It's like oh, well, but I mean, again, bitching about Ring of Honor commentary in two thousand twelve. Well, that's a real but dead end. That's like the thing. That's the kind of thing that like Gargiulo and House would do, where it's like they're always entertaining, but they are not good for the storytelling. Of... They are not smart guys. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're not clued in on what's happening. Whereas Carino and Donnie B, uh, yeah, Donnie B. <laughs> I thought I said TVB again. Um, or doing this presumably like three weeks after the show yes and they know everything that's like already planned for the next one like it's just like ridiculous just horrible commentary um and not not even funny not even funny like gargiulo and house that's the that's really the problem here but yeah they go back and get these uh big old big old barbed wire boards 
Do you like that? Do you like going? Oh, the barbed wire boards move. Uh, those cool as hell. And you could. I mean, I I just feel like if you're watching this, even if you haven't had it spoiled from the from opening the opening video, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see like, oh, that's a bar, they're clearly not leaving barbed wire yeah. behind those curtains. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't see it. I guess I wasn't oh, I paying swear attention. You could see, yeah, oh, sure. Like a little curling up. They had. Like, to, I mean, oh, right. that's the thing is you. you if you're going to do that spot, you can't have them going back there and, like, fishing it out of a closet. It has to be right no. there for them to grab or else the 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 the, uh, the gap time is going to be – The too... heat just fucking – Yeah, yeah. and it already kind of is because you've also – the thing is you've got your babyface team who are bigger than the fucking – the heels um, just sort of ducking out. And, like, it's already you, – you could also – you could lose the crowd by doing this. By having your baby faces go and be like, well, we need a little something extra. But obviously people like to see barbed wire and they like to see violence and it works because of, because that outweighs the storytelling yeah. <laughs> fucking nerd shit. Um, anyways, baby faces should never have to go back to get the barbed wire board, but whatever. It's great. And they're great boards and we love them and we love to watch people break the boards. Um, I, per- I personally love a barbed wire board as opposed to barbed wire on a door. Barbed wire door is really silly. It's 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 it it serves its purpose. I like a big piece of plywood. I, yeah, you get it's it's just more. It's it's not even necessarily that's more barbed wire. It's just more space for something to happen onto. It I, looks I, great in the corner. You stand one of those up in the corner, and like half yeah. the, half the people in the building all of a sudden can't see the match. <laughs> that's great. That's, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, I love a big barbed wire board. Um, regardless of the volume of wire, which we've talked, we've talked to death about the volume of wire on this board or that board with the FMW stuff. But like, yeah, these are good barbed wire boards. Um, then we get some nice, a barbed wire board plus you get a little more splayed out too. Yes. You can really, you can, you know, like the, the starship 3000 ride at the fucking fair where you spins you around. You want to be like sideways on it when it gets to peak speed. You want to be like that in the barbed wire board. It's very similar. Yeah. It hurts in similar ways to ride that ride as it is to take a fucking, for instance, a spear through a barbed wire board. Um, it's cool though. They get the boards in there and Mafia and DeVito set them up and they kind of look at each other. We're like, it's like, okay, I'll set this one up and you do that one. Okay, cool. And then we'll fight afterwards. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I love that. I love the fucking, you know, we are both working on nuclear weapons programs, and we'll figure it out later what we're actually going to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, they... I, you know, there's always um, there's some spots, like avoiding the, the barbed wire boards. That's always fun. Yeah, there's some the teases. Slide out. There's some yeah. nice little teases. Uh, my favorite was Loke is like – Loke ha- somehow gets Monster Mac in a fucking waist lock, and he's like going for a German or whatever. And Monster Mac does the – like the AJ Styles counter of like he hits him with a back elbow to loosen him himself up, and then he does like a back Pele kick, and it I misses. It, yeah, it misses by a solid six inches, but I admire the ambition. Uh, <laughs> AJ Styles is on this show. Monster Mac wants he's this is his rehearsal for TNA for the X Division. <laughs> um, I remember this the thing is like that kind of stuff. I love that. I remember I there was a period where in backyarding I was trying to do the Suwa drop kick. The yeah. what, what's called shotgun dropkick now, the uh, John Woo, yeah, yeah, the John like whatever. Uh, for us, it was the Suwa dropkick, and it's that's Sue. that's it's still Sue's what it is to John, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's well, that's the Sue only one. Key are the guys who who sure who made that what it is. Key had not really. It wasn't as much his I, in my head at least. It was Suwa, and I watched a lot of you know. Oh yeah, well, I watched a lot of Toriyama and shit. I um, mean, the idea of of Key just being like 
the Suwaf gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Fine drop. Don't they have a match? You know, Don't 100% they have, like, they have a, like a singles match in Noah in like 05, maybe? Maybe. I feel like I, I may have seen that. A lot more. They definitely teamed a lot more, though. Yeah, the Suwa Kenta match from like October of 05 is one of my favorites. I think that I might have the date wrong, but you know the match. We all know, know the match. match. We yeah. all know the match, Suwa versus Kenta. We, everybody's talking about it. People are talking about the Suwa and his dropkick. Uh, that was the thing, is people were yeah, talking. You hear about this, Kevin? You hear about the Suwa guy? You hear about Judo Suwa? You hear about, you hear about Crazy Max? Yeah, not the message board, the team. Um, no. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> this is arguably the farthest possible way we could be from... Alright, so the point was, I could never do the Suwa dropkick. I would try it, and my friend Josh would bump into the corner crazy every time, because he was down, but I never fucking hit him hard enough to justify the level of bump he was doing. Um, and I I think I only did it in a, in a proper match once. You know, I practiced it 300 times, only ever did it in a filmed match once, and it looked like shit, and it didn't make the fucking music video that... So I never did it again. <laughs> I, never, I mean, I tried it a few more times, and, and I just forget it. But... That's what I like. Monster Mac doing the fucking payload kick. Give me that shit. Um, the, the big... All right, Mac hits a... He goes for a frog splash. Looks awesome. Misses. Yeah. Um, and then he gets... He sort of just gets thrown into the wire, and he does a you know turn back first into the wire. And the board doesn't break, and he, the, it just kind of bounces. But he gets stuck in there like the fucking guy in the Velcro suit. Like yeah. jumping against the Velcro wall. Yeah. And you could tell by the way that it pulls at his, uh, his shirt... Like, this is the most legitimate fresh barbed wire that you could possibly do. <laughs> like, it's his, his, like, you know, like, there's 25 different little spots where his clothing is being pulled out as he tries to get off of there. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and also, you see that. That's your setup spot for the big barbed wire spot, which is uh, Moff does this insane high-speed, like, shoulder block spear, like Mongo McMichael, into the fucking... Into DeVito, into the other board. That board gets destroyed, obviously. Um, and you know how sharp that is because you just saw, you know, that's that's, yeah. the, that's the great stuff. You know, that's where it's just like, okay, you know, we zone in on this, make sure everybody sees this, this sucks. Let's show them something way worse and make sure beforehand they know just how bad this is going to be for these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Moth is like hung up, like upside down. He's like selling his own shit. It looks great. It looks great. Um and then, yeah, the the finish is uh, Burning Hammer. Always good. You know, Loke. just... Yeah. Classic Burning Hammer. Well, you know, it's sort of... it's. I guess it's Moff's finish for a, quite a while, the Mafia Hammer. Um, and he... But it usually, you know, like... I feel like Kobashi's Hammer, the, you know, 12 or 15 times he actually did it. Right? Yeah. He, like, did it a dozen times and that's it. Which is kind of the mystique of a lot of the... All Japan mythology, of course. There's you know certain moves that have become mythological moves because they only get had once every fifteen you know months. Or we all know the King's Road. Um, yeah. And then he would then monster, and then Mafia would just finish every match with that move. <laughs> but it never looked like quite as bad as like a Kobashi. Or I feel like there's like I think B Boy and Super Dragon used to do it to each other in their matches, and theirs would always just be like, oh, that guy's neck is broken. Yeah. But this is a, you know, safe one. Reverse angle shows that it's just nicely worked. Um, I don't think Mafia ever really nuked anybody with his hammer, so... I'm sure he did somebody. <laughs> it's, it's a good burning hammer. Yeah, it's not. Nice. Yeah, it looks great. He jumps with it. It's got a nice arc to throw in the guy over, and seems mostly safe. It's not 
I wish he had a different name for it. Remember Mark Briscoe would do the cutthroat suplex. Yeah. And that's just a burning hammer with an arm. It's cutthroat variation. Um, I don't know. Chris Cash did the marking out. Did the mark. Of course, Chris Cash did the marking out. We all know this. (laughs) I know you know this. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing is I do. I don't know how many other people know about Chris Cash's variation of the Burning Hammer, the Mark and Out. We did talk about it. We the Mark and Out, John. It. Yeah, it's come up. It's Of course it's come up. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, let's let's move right along. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, this is from the Murphy Rec Center, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. December 7th, 2002. The Night of the Butcher. I don't know what that voice was. The Butcher. What am I trying to do here? Butcher. I guess that's Peaky Blinders. I'm just doing. That's more. That's like a house voice. I thought. Oh, I get. No, I was. I was trying to affect some sort. It's house with a slight accent. That's Cockney House. Cockney John House. Carnage Crew versus Homicide and Abdullah the Butcher. I watched these out of order somehow. I like. I watched. I watched the the next match before this one. So consider that. But um, this is. I know that this is the main of the main event of this show. and I remember the gimmick behind it was so. First of all, the Carnage Crew ended Boogaloo's career. Is that real? No, it didn't end it, but no, he he just he retired. Like, he was done. He just got he just kind of got caught. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Did he and did then, he stop wrestling? I'm, no, not really. He just didn't wrestle in ROH again. Wow, that sucks, man. I hate that. After the things I said about him earlier, I really hate that. Um, but that's the gimmick, is that the Carnage crew ended Boogaloo's career. They say that on commentary. And so Homicide had to get Abdullah the Butcher. And that the powers that be in a Ring of Honor decided that this match has got to be an unsanctioned thing. So we'll do what we'll do is we'll have the title match right before this. And if people want to leave after the title match, we totally understand. This isn't for everyone. Like, real... You know, yeah, <laughs> real nerd shit. <laughs> like, th- so that is the thing is IWA and CCW always put their big death match last, but that's mostly because it's going to be easier to clean up. You know, yeah, that's kind of the deal there, and you can't, you know, it's not going to be any fucking glass here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's blo- there's plenty of blood to clean up. Uh, <laughs> it's I just feel a lot I of people. If if you have a show called Night of the Butcher featuring the butcher. Abdullah the Butcher. Then you should have Abdullah Butcher go on last, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it I mean, it does make seems sense. Logical, but it is like when when they announced this. Uh, sorry, I'm picking my nose. lights out. Is it lights out? Um, they were Not they, officially, but it don't. That's the deal. The lights out is supposed to be like after the. This is unsanctioned. This is after the we go off the air, right? Um, yeah. This is like uh, this was a whole thing, man. People were like so against bringing in Abby. And, you know, like, Smarks on the internet in the early 2000s, like, even now, Smarks on the internet, I don't think, have ever really accepted Abby. No. Um, you know, and I, uh, personally, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I I don't know. I like the, the, the All Japan stuff in, like, the 70s where he's teaming with the Sheik against the Funks. That shit is incredible. That's obviously, like, the highest fucking bar imaginable, right? Yeah. Um, they do him, that. And, him and Puerto Rico with Carlos. With Car- I was just about to great. say, that's the other one. But then after that, I mean, I don't know. What, what's the good Abby stuff outside of that? I mean, it's charming a lot of the time. It's charming here. But I think this is a better use of him because it's like 
Yeah. Basically, I mean, he's, he barely he, – he takes, like, half the match to get in the ring, which is great. And it's like, Homicide sure. just has to throw one of these motherfuckers out to Abby, and Abby will kill him. Yeah. And that's – it has – it's like a roughhouse Fargo kind of bullshit where it's like – Sure, okay. Like, fucking brought it. Oh, we got the – yeah, you want to fuck with me? I got the fucking killer. Yeah. This man who will literally murder you. There's a very old school sort of style to, like, uh, yeah, just have the guy just – yeah, we'll, we'll feed you this guy. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not saying this doesn't work. I'm just saying I was never like a big Abby guy, um, and I, but I, I, I never hated him. I had no. a, I had a figure of him. I bought like a, a, a like for like twenty dollars off the internet, like an Abdullah figure, because um, I was gonna meet him and I was gonna have him sign it, and then that he didn't show up or whatever. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah! So <laughs> big time Abby. Baby. But I still had an Abby figure, and none of its legs or anything moved, but it had a fork, and I would have it wrestled. Well, I mean, none of its legs moved there. That's <laughs> yeah, it was accurate. Life. It was an accurate thing. But I had a Shane McMahon figure uh, that I decided was the Messiah, and him and Abdullah the Butcher had some iconic matches in the yeah revealing the age to which i played with action figures <laughs> i was 12 still all right well after that i was just testing out moves that i would try in the backyard <laughs> i definitely wasn't still booking a whole promotion at the age of 14 for my wrestling figures i definitely was not doing that um yeah so this i skipped to the end of the file because i knew this was the last match because i remembered that part of this um I caught the last three minutes of AJ Styles challenging Xavier for the uh, for the old Ring of Honor title. There, newly crowned champion, won it earlier in the month from Loki, right? Yeah, with help from the Prophecy, Xavier. Um, I like Xavier. I'm not saying I don't. I love that fucking ladder match from ICW in 2001 with him and Key. Yeah, um, that's great. Uh, he's great in ICW. New York in that in that era, he's like really positioned as like up there with any of the guys they're flying in, and I think Gabe tried to do that, but he didn't build him up in any way to make this like no. A, it, it was shocking when he beat like it was like okay, Loki's challenge next challenge Xavier like okay sure they're like they're both New York guys they've trained together you know they've had other matches together, whether people knew that at the time or not. I think a lot of people did. But it was like, yeah, all right, cool. Sounds like a great person to feed to Loki on on the way to him eventually facing Christopher Daniels, who will beat him for the title, which is the direction the company was going in. Yeah. Like, you don't have to throw a swerve like that just to do it. Christopher Daniels was your top heel. He should be the guy who beats Loki. Do you agree with yeah. that? Yes, uh, unless, like, you do hit, like, oh, fuck, Joe. Well, I mean, fuck, maybe we'd go with Joe. But I don't know if the Xavier, Xavier wasn't really the call. And it wasn't a lack of talent on Xavier's part. It's just that, like, Xavier is Xavier is weirdly a guy that makes perfect sense in, like, the ICW New York setting. Like, he doesn't sure. – but then you take him out of that. The more you take him out of that, and then it's, like – He's a he mid-carder seems, here. He's a good he mid-carder. small – yeah, he just seems like small time, which is like bizarre because there's nothing small time about the fucking guy. It's just no, yeah. Gabe didn't really get him. Be- he didn't get he, incredibly he's handsome, look, great polished fucking work. Just he's not ho- obvious to a guy like Gabe in the way that fucking Spanky or Daniels or Key are or, or someone or, yeah. or fucking Joe because like look at Joe. What are you gonna yeah. do with Joe? Well, you you just named four superstars. I don't. That's not the like to to have. Why not just have it go from Loki to Samoa Joe? I mean, what, Xavier, his run goes until March, and then Joe wins it, and Joe keeps the title for, like, 16 months or something crazy? 
um, which he should have, and it was great, and it elevated the belt, and it's one of the best years of the company ever. Um, but yeah, it was shocking in the worst way. At least Daniels would have made sense, even though I like. I think I probably would. I prefer Xavier as a wrestler to Chris Daniels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really felt like the title didn't matter for like four months there, and and it's pointedly he's in the fucking semi main here. You know, he's in the semi main of the fucking New York show with the scramble seven versus ten match that somehow keeps coming up in the show. Um, yeah, he got Delta too good of a hand and then he didn't know how to play it and everybody else everybody else at the table folded when he could have made you know uh a bingo jobbing like uh third from the top uh to jay briscoe and and at glory by honor like a month before that, I mean, yeah. that's, just really that's a fucking, that's a that's great a place for him booking. no that's a great place for him is his, that's a good having place for him, but not in a title match not in a non-title match where it's like all right, all right he didn't already have the title by then did he no he had the title by then yeah, well, he wanted uh unscripted fucking... He might have, I think he wanted it all extravaganza. Mm, it's disgusting. Oh, he had it. No, at all I, I was at, I was at All Star Extravaganza. He did not win it at all. I I was there. I saw that. <laughs> that was he the, had, but he wanted it unscripted. I think. Um, anyways, Xavier. I, yeah, I th- I think that's all we ever really need to talk about him. He died last year. That sucks. Maybe we can talk yeah. about him and Loki in that ladder match at some point. And that's probably his best match. Um, not be against talking. You know what? More against talking about for this match will be John Walters, but the John Walters Xavier uh, fucking <laughs> uh, fight without honor is actually sick. Is it? Hell. That sounds yeah. great. I love the uh, idea of John uh, John Walters. Uh, yeah, Boy, I can't. We're an hour Walters forty in, into this. We start talking about John Walters. For the record, uh, the unscripted. Yeah, it's uh, there are four matches left on that card. There's a Takal Omori Sunny Siaki match after yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That's uh that's a more. What's baby. the main that's, event that's of unscripted? Deep. Is it is it London and Shane? No, uh, it's uh, the ROH tag title tourney with a uh, final with uh, Daniels, Daniels and, and Donovan Don- Morgan. Donovan Morgan Fuck going, off, going over uh, Danielson and Mike Stupid Modest. Fucking the fucking genius. <laughs> Good yeah. God, damn, Gabe the genius. <laughs> listen, listen. Oh, how do you it's fucking Mike not have Modest. London and Shane? You know they're gonna do their shit. How do you I not put that the, the main title match. match? What the fuck are you doing? Oh, a title match. It's the tar- ROH tag titles. The, no, the regular fucking the main yeah, and then the big title. Yeah, and that's halfway to the show. Gabe is a He's fucking Xavier. idiot. Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, HC Loke has hair now. Well, it's, it's great because now I, I never don't know which Carnage guy I'm looking at. Um, <laughs> yeah. He looks great. Very much a guy who has like – he's got like training for like a professional welding, but he can't get a welding job. <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks <laughs> yeah. like uh, – Abdullah. This is a journeyman motherfucker. <laughs> yes, yes. He's uh, a yeah. – he, Abdullah looks like shit. Uh, just absolute shit. The camera has this shaking effect that they put on in like Windows Movie Maker or whatever. Did you notice that when he's coming out to the cool. ring? They're like yeah. adding to the shaking of it. And I'm not entirely certain at the time if that's like like the first time I saw it. I was like, is that fake? And then they did it again <laughs> towards the end. I was like, oh, this, this looks like shit. Um, I was thinking DeVito's kind of Homicide's first real feud in ROH. I mean, obviously it's Homicide versus both of them. But he always matches up with DeVito in these matches. And why not? They're perfect. They're a perfect matchup. Loke can go. Loke is... He has a he has a great fork fight with Abby on the other side of the ring. Yeah. Um, or Boo... Or <laughs> I said, he, he can have a great fork fight with Abby or Boohoo. I guess I meant Boogaloo. <laughs> Boohoo-loo. Boohoo-loo. Uh, it's a uh, streaming service. 
uh, Tony, you know, so they, they can they can stab each other with forks, while Tony DeVito hits perfect fucking moonsault into barbed wire. Like, I don't know. I I, I think Homicide is still there, right? He's back. He's yeah. back. So he's. I think his first real feud in this company is with Tony DeVito, and DeVito so good, just so good. Um, Abby swings those plastic chairs that I mentioned. I like. Uh, him doing that quite quite comical after these other matches where we saw people swinging them as hard as humanly possible. Um, he just works so light for most of his career, right? Yeah, it's it's just because it's like he he just can't move well enough. But even when he his, was his like boot, young, his, his tits are so big he can't like move his arms around his tits. It's, no, look, Sadika, we've seen Sadika do some crazy shit, and she's got some nice. I'm not supposed to talk about this. I was asked not to talk about this. Are you really going to compare the firmness of breasts between Sadiq and Abdul the Butcher? I'm not ready to really have that conversation. I think I'm actually being told that uh, I'm going to be canceled if I continue. Um, no, he just looks like shit. He he threw like the lightest punches. Like even in his prime, like was he throwing hard shots at Terry not Funk? Really. Yeah, no. like I don't think so. Um, his and but his and his weapon shots are pretty chill. But you know. That's okay because it's about vibes with Abby. Um, he's a and no selling a chair shot. Yeah, just, just like get the fuck out of here. That's great. Yeah, he's a freak. He's like a totally unique, disgusting quasi human. Um, <laughs> he's he has like a barbecue shop, like a rib shop or whatever, right? And I guess yeah. technically he's playing a racist stereotype. Like he's a, it's a weird. This he's is, a, also he sounds like this. You know, I'm just a guy <laughs> from Canada. My name's Larry. Yeah. I, I just. I'm just here to stab people. And yeah. I don't want to do. I don't. He's really a kids in the hall away. character. He's a fucking kids in the hall character. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't have a take on Abby. I really don't. Uh, there's really nice close-ups of the fork, and Abby does this thing. Abby is a legend, and every legend is insane. Sure. Know? Yeah. That's 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 as definitive as you can say it. Um, he he's really good in this one. There's one part of this match where I'm like, oh, Abby gets it, and it's this right. He's stabbing Loke, uh, with the fork. And he presses it up against Loke's very thick eyebrows. So it looks like he's penetrating the skin and then coming back out the other side. And it looks great. It's great. It's great. That's some, that's some, pro, that's a pro shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you know what, you know what a pro wrestler, like a proper pro wrestler who knows what the fuck is up does? They know how to use a guy's eyebrows and make it fucking like work for a kayfabe purpose. <laughs> Um, and he stabs in the mouth. Abby's face looks like you know, he looks like he's in a fucking Rob Zombie uh, movie poster. Um, Loke screams like a baby again. Like yeah. that's, that's sort of the thing about a lot of this stuff. And with with Abby and Homicide, especially, this is the most uh, the 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 House of a Thousand Corpses, the Devil's Three or whatever of these matches. And I think that's you know Murphy's Rec Center is very much a. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a Rob Zombie venue. Like, that's where he would set the high school dance if he did another Halloween movie, or, you know? It would be in the Murphy Rec Center. Um, I don't know. It's it's a cool vibe to this match. And DeVito bleeds a lot, obviously. Um, him and Homicide are over there throwing heavy-looking trash cans at each other. Um, but they do eventually switch matchups. And Loke immediately looks like he's happy to get to do something else besides getting stabbed. And I thought this was so funny because he does this. He puts homicide up at like a, in a chair, yeah, in the corner where two rails meet, and he goes for like a you know tackle or maybe a cannonball or something. Homicide gets up, and so Loke is able to take this high speed 
you know, great bump into the chair, into the rail. Nice little spot, right? But the thing is, he couldn't have done that when he was matched up with Abby because Abby wouldn't no, have been God, able to no. sit down and then get out of the chair fast enough. Oh, Bobby, we're not doing that. Like, uh, I'll stand here and then I can kind of, I could do like a, uh, a, a, like a. <laughs> Abdul at this point can't even do throat thrusts. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he has nothing. He has nothing except for the he throws a couple chair shots and they're just like they're insanely bad. Um, I don't know. It's fine. The I fact mean, that Abby can't. Abdul, it's more. It's not. It's just like he's just gonna kill you. But he's just also. But like in a very distinct way which is just stabbing you over yeah. over for four yeah and also you can't and he's also basically unkillable so it's it's weird but it makes it works but it's also not like great it just but it but it rocks anyway. so i don't know it's abdullah I, it is it is abdullah and there is nothing like him except i thought of an analogy and i think we've got friends that are really gonna like this i almost put it on the tl i found a couple pictures of him and this other person that I thought, but I, I decided to save it because I wanted to talk to you about this first. Abby makes it into the ring somehow. I don't know how he got in there. I, they didn't show that part. <laughs> I think maybe they showed at some point, like homicide does his, one of his signature bumps where he like goes for the tope. Uh, and he's got like a table against a rail and the guy moves yeah. and he just does the highest fucking, the, it's the Jeff Hardy Royal Rumble 2000 spot. Great. Homicide. Yeah. Crazy person. High, high speed bump through the table. Great. Cut back to Abby. He's in the ring somehow, <laughs> and I as he's they sort got, of someone got a step ladder for yeah. it. Yeah, and then they held the the ropes open like fucking Macho Man did for Liz. I don't know what the I don't know how the fuck you get this guy. It's like trying to get the mom out of the fucking house and Gilbert Grape or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm watching him waddle across the ring, and I realize who he walks like. Joseph R. Ganascoli. Who played Vito Spadafore on The Sopranos? You with me? Yeah. Come on! No, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm drinking it in. You gotta let me drink the fucking thing in. He, and I'm with it. As Vito gets I'm a bigger role. I'm getting role, the bouquet. Yeah. As Vito gets a bigger role in season five and six of The Sopranos and like the, the his homosexuality comes out and stuff. He like does a weight loss program. They really he really starts to emphasize <laughs> his like uh, his his waddle, and he really starts to do this thing where his hands never leave his sides, and he walks like a penguin. Yeah. Um, and I also, I want to say Batman Returns masterpiece. Danny DeVito is a penguin, one of the greatest performances of all time in any movie ever. Um, he moves like Abby, and I, I want you to just watch a season six episode of Sopranos or whatever. Um, which is, you know, I know that's a lot. I know that's a lot. I know that's a lot to ask of you. <laughs> Watch one episode of the greatest show of all time. But he's got a Joseph Argonascoli sort of thing to him, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna send this past to a couple of our other friends and see what they think because <laughs> uh, I think it's one of the greatest comparisons. This is gonna be, and you're just gonna hit him with a show date. thoughts. Thoughts, yeah. I'm gonna do a thoughts, <laughs> um, and I'll ask them to post list. Um, Abby, some all right. Abby manages to fight off both of the Carnage crew. He's like standing in the corner, leaning against the corner. He does a single <laughs> shitty punch to each of them. <laughs> yeah, Homicide has to like short sell his last bump. He does that crazy fucking flipping bump through the table outside. Um, he basically has to get back in the ring twenty seconds later, even though he should sell it for a solid ninety seconds because he knows, oh, this shit's gonna all fall apart. <laughs> um, he he runs in the ring before the match stalls to a complete fucking halt and hits Loke with the, or no, Loke hits him with the backdrop driver. 
Um, and then Loke grabs a chair and gives a pretty hefty chair shot to Abby. And Abby is just like, wait, what? I No, I wasn't supposed to take any offense. Buddy, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then he just stabs I, him a couple times. I don't times. understand what this is going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, and he stabs him a couple times. Loke walks into a cop killer for the finish. Um, great, great. Uh, <laughs> Homicide gets a noose around Loke's neck. Donnie B is like, he's got to kill him. He's got to kill him. Um, and then people start coming into the ring to stop them. And then Abby starts hitting like people with forks. I think Dunner <laughs> Marcos maybe takes a cop killer. Um, the crowd is very confused and not reacting to anything. They sign off on commentary, yeah, which is uh, the wildest part. And then Carino runs in, right? Does, doesn't Carino get in there and he gets hit with a bunch of shit? <laughs> um, then, uh, I don't know, a bunch of people come out. A bunch of people get hit with chairs. People who look like they're not trained wrestlers are getting forked by Abby. Yeah. Um, Abby and Homicide start pushing each other, too. Um, but they calm it down. Then more guys come in. There's more dangerous chair shots. Julius Smokes gets hit with a chair or a fork or something. And then Lo- Low Life Louie, who I can't imagine was on this card. <laughs> I don't think Low Life Louie worked Ring of Honor ever. Right? I'm going to say he was, in fact, not on this card. <laughs> What is he doing here? Shockwave the robot was on this fucking card. <laughs> Louis, Louis was, for the record, um, that was Louis. Yeah, that was that was. It's, it's, uh, oh boy, um, this part is. You watched all this? I think the only match Lily Fluey works is that uh, big fucking I Quit match. But that's it. Yeah, the big twelve. Oh game, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, I, and Julia Smokes, the aforementioned. Yeah, Julia I don't Smokes. think I, I haven't seen that, but I know what you're talking about. Um, they, uh, yeah, that, that's it. That's the only, and you know what? That's the only ROH match he should work, but they should have that match every four, every three weeks. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. Which faction wars, uh, they got the fucking stables for that kind of thing. Right. Um, they, they stab low life Louie who is in his signature, uh, like white sort of tank top or like sleeve, like sleeves cut off, you know, sort of yeah. plain white and then white pants. And he always wore that because he loved to bleed. Right. And it was great. And he gets stabbed with a fork and blades like so crazy. Like this is, <laughs> this is the craziest blade job of any of the stuff we've seen in, the, in these matches is low life. Louie, low life. Louie, Louie, oh, man, who is not booked on this show. Who is not on the show. And this who is not a match. One match in his life. <laughs> in his long there's no life reason for him to be here for Ring of Honor. <laughs> and he does the sickest blade job uh he's homicide puts him in a figure four he's bleeding like crazy <laughs> monster mac goes up and does a frog splash to louis while he's in a figure four and then homicide grabs the mic and starts tries to start a chant and he says boo cha boo cha and i was like what the fuck is he saying and i was like oh butcher um, and then like people are not people don't people do not chant that back because they're like I don't know what that is. <laughs> what the fuck has happened for us? Five. <laughs> Everything is yeah. We we had the plot, we lost it, then we kind of got it back, and now it's definitely gone. This is I, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching a this is like a Joe Esterhaz script. Uh, like Abby leaves, and then he's on he's on his way out. He stabs Louis again on the floor because he just happened to be passing by him. Hey, yeah. yeah, and then he sits. He he's like walks to the 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 curtain, grabs a chair, and just sits down in front of the curtain and waits oh, for homicide. My dogs are barking. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he thinks he's backstage already. He doesn't realize that he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He's he's too tired. He yeah, he'll wait. He'll, yeah, 
me, just give me five, everybody. And then Take if it, uh, yeah. Take five. Like, Dave, we're back. Yeah, handshakes. Uh, everybody round up. Round up Dunn and Marco so they can shake Abdullah's hand, please. Kiss the ring. Uh, they, they, he, he just stabbed them with forks, and now they have to shake his hand. Um, I'm, like a, I'm like a Don, you know? You know you've know. you seen my Cavassier trucker hat. He is kind of like a Don. He's got a bit of a, like a late, it's like a Moreau era, of the score era Brando. Sort I'm, of thing. Unironically, I, I, was, I kept thinking, like, when you're, t- like, he would be, he would have been, like, a sick kingpin in a daredevil thing oh sure sure he doesn't have to have he just doesn't talk have you seen the animated the animated uh uh, spider-verse movie yeah i love that kingpin it's it's leave schreiber right yeah i believe so yes great great love leave schreiber love that movie um great we get one more great shot of louis after the match (laughs) uh for no reason it's one of those great louis blade jobs like even nick gage couldn't cut him this deep um God, why is he there? <laughs> My fucking needs a job. I I guess so. I guess Gabe said we'll give you fifty dollars if you cut yourself. Yeah, and uh, and then he was like, "Give me twenty five. Let me smoke crack and get my dick sucked by that guy over there." <laughs> and that's how uh, the the two month romantic soiree between Low Life Louie and Rob Feinstein uh, began. Um, and it ended around this time in April of 2003. Do you want to go? We keep going. What are we doing? Let's keep going. Yeah, I think Let's we keep, keep going. going. I think we can. We're I think we can. In yeah. West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. Is there a song that's good for Pittsburgh? Uh, j- fucking uh, Wiz Khalifa, Black and Yellow, or something. Okay, like yeah, yeah, sure. But, uh, can of you course. sing that? No, I don't think so. I'm not allowed to. I could sing the radio version for you. You just sang the fucking tune, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. The radio. Uh, on April 26th, the building is unknown. <laughs> is it? We don't know. This is the <laughs> same place. No, this is the place the cartel would run. Yeah, Strigger doesn't fucking know. Oh, oh Strigger doesn't know. I'll, find, I'll figure it. Strigger's an idiot. I'll find it. I can find this. You you keep going, though. Tell me who's – talk to him. Let's right. talk to him. Are you here? Uh, okay. <laughs> in a – no disqualification six-man tag team match. We have the Texas Wrestling Academy uh, of f- featuring Don Juan, Fast Eddie Vegas, and Hot Stuff Hernandez with... Is he Fast Eddie Juan. Vegas in this? It's not Fast Eddie Vegas in this, but... And hot, uh, accompanied by, to the ring by Rudy Boy Gonzalez. Fe- facing off with the Carnage crew of... Tony DeVito, H.C. Loke, and the new boy on the town, the big brig himself, Masada. Is Masada debuting in this? No. No, because he had already, like, turned on the Texas Wrestling Academy. Oh, that's right. I don't okay. No. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's there in, uh, in, in, he's, I think his debut might be in Boston in the second Boston show, actually, now that. Yeah, but he, he weirdly, inexplicably debuts with the Carnage crew. I, mute, 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 mute. Gabe, Gabe, you know, man. Yeah, um, I don't. I, I've brought up the uh, the video for the International Wrestling Cartel Super Indie. Uh, oh, this is the this is the wrong show. I thought maybe if I could find one of the early Super Indies, I could I could figure out what building this is. Um, but this is where they would run, right? IWC. I think so. I, this is not. Is this Monroeville? No, this is West Mifflin. This is West Mifflin. Oh yes, yeah, a different building. Well, um, this is 
Super Hentai Country, obviously. Um, uh, Shirley Doetown. Shirley Doetown. I was skipping through a little bit, you know. Um, I, I, I I don't know Pittsburgh well. You, I, I know it's on the other side of a four-hour car ride, like, for you, but I just want to ask you right quick. Could you real fast, out loud, spell Pittsburgh for me? P-I-T-T-S-B-U-R-G-H. Is it an H? Okay. All right. Yes. I got it spelled like three different ways here. I got an E. <laughs> I got an E at the end. On one of these. <laughs> Fuck you have an E at the end. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. <laughs> uh, uh, so I skipped around a little bit. This match is pretty early on, so I didn't have to skip too far. But, uh, you know, I, it's it's so hard not to. I caught a, I, I, I caught a little bit of a, um, I guess this is a scramble. Yes, yeah, it's a scramble. Um, I don't have the card up. Um, excuse me. I had to clear my throat. I caught a little clip of Easy Money doing some insane shit. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and then I saw Angel Dust do some crazy shit. And then I saw our 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 past and current friend, Sterling James Keenan, do... Now talk about a <laughs> man whose country this is. Yeah, this is the cartel. This is hi- Super Hentai, Shirley Doe, Sterling James Keenan. Sterling James the the uh, Keenan Adonis dynasty. Yes, yeah, Sam Adonis. And of course, Sterling James Keenan, if you don't know, is... What is it? Corey Graves? Is that what his name is? Yeah the worst like truly one of the worst wrestling personalities of all time um he's working the scramble <laughs> oh boy he was the worst I, I i he was a bad wrestler he was bad nxt he's a bad commentator he looks like shit he's got horrible political views he can suck my dick six ways from sunday sam um, adonis is, is all right. sam adonis is okay i like him i think he was unfairly shit on i think polanski's i don't remember what the, they're the, are they are they called polanski <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that Polanski might be their last The Polanski family? Corey yeah. Graves. Going to look him up right quick. Um, Polinsky. Matthew Polinsky. Um, and yeah. Uh, I don't know. He. I'm glad he's gone from wrestling. <laughs> um, apparently, oh, this is great. Uh, Polinsky chose his ring name the night before his first professional wrestling match and picked the name Sterling, Sterling James Keenan as a tribute to Sterling Sharp. Polinsky's favorite American football player as a child, and Maynard James Keenan of the band Tool. Um, I'll tell you who's a fucking Tool. Anyways, uh, th- th- there's a there's there's you know it's a fucking ROH scramble. Joel Maximo does seven power bombs in a row. I'm not joking on either Don or Marcos. <laughs> I, well, that sounds that sounds sick. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, CM Punk versus Homicide was after this, and I could see that being one of those matches that's like, oh, cool, and then it just doesn't really work. Um, but Lucy, I think Daphne is there and Ju- yeah. Julia Smokes was there. So I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they had a good time. Um, but yeah, we come to our match here. Masada, I feel like we've talked about, obviously is from my, the same town as me. He's billed from San Antonio or whatever, but he grew up, we, we went to the same high school. Um, he went probably 10 years before I did, but Masada was around and, you know, we've talked about it before. He's friends Mutual friends with a lot of people, has hung out with him when he was too old to hang out with us uh, because, <laughs> because we had a wrestling ring and he would come and, you know, practice fucking moonsaults and shit, you know, onto a crash mat that we had. Like, you know, he was a, he was a wrestling friend and it was cool. Um, he was a pro and we were all enamored. And then he was like in Japan pretty soon after that and was like, 
I never saw him again, obviously, you know. Um, except for one time I saw him in Walmart at like 1 a.m., uh, the, the Beaumont, Texas Walmart, and I, I mentioned that I saw he was uh, working Ring of Honor, and he was like, how did you even know about that? And I was like, you know, man, come on. <laughs> Your name's – how many fucking other Masadas are there? Mm. Oh, I think a Japanese you, one. Fuck. I might have been the only person in all of his hometown to say, hey, I saw you were in Ring of Honor. I would imagine that was, you know. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He's great. Masada is the best, and we will have plenty more chances to talk about him because he is evergreen for us, and will always be there. Absolutely, and it still is. Still is had 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 a, at least one good match this year that I've seen. Um, I guess let's talk Rudy Boy and Fast Eddie and Don Juan. You know, Fast Eddie's blind. Um, yes, Rudy Boy Gonzalez was also like Rudy Boy would bring Fast Eddie and Don Juan. So when I lived in, Bo- when I was a kid, Beaumont, Texas, there was never indie, indie, indie wrestling. It didn't exist until one no. day somebody started doing shows out of the, the, the boys club of America. Is that, does that sound right? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a shelter that had a gym. It was like a boys shelter that had a little gym and they would run shows there. And I was like 11. It's like 2000, maybe 2001. And Masada was one of the guys they booked it around. And the guy who actually ran the promotion was his dad was uh, oh, yeah. J- James Doan or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think he might have, like, had a, a used car lot or something. It was, like, one of those, like, oh, a, he hell was, like, yeah. <laughs> maybe he had a real car lot. I don't know. He was, a, he was a Beaumont guy. Everybody knew him. My dad knew him, you know? My dad would yeah. talk to him after the shows. Um, and Masada was his son, Brigham Doan. Um, and it was a hodgepodge of, like, you know, guys that like clearly lived there or they lived like in just across, like in Lake Charles, Louisiana, you know, they could make yeah. a drive within 45 minutes. And, um, then eventually Rudy boy started showing up with his guys. Like, I guess, you know, that's what happens is like, Oh, they've Beaumont has an indie wrestling promotion. It was called IWA. It was just called international wrestling association. That was the entire name of the company. Yeah. Um, Strigo is not going to have this on cage match. I guarantee it. <laughs> Um, but Masada was on, yeah, Masada was on the first show. It was him. And then I don't know if they ever had a singles match, but the the other big sort of guy they positioned around was, um, a guy who was wrestled under the name Slim Jim Shady, who was like a skinny, tall black guy. Um, if you want to look that up, I fucking highly doubt it. I'm happy, all right. I don't <laughs> Slim up. Jim Shady. I, I I want to believe in Slim Jim Shady. Let man. me tell you about Slim Jim Shady. His his wife would bring his three little kids to every show, and when he was selling, those kids were crying. Oh my god! Slim yeah. Jim Shady was a was the top baby face of Beaumont, Texas, in 2001. Let me tell you. Um, that sounds like one hell of a damn worker. And then Rudy shows up, starts bringing in Don Juan, Fast Eddie, and Biohazard. Biohazard. Those are the guys. Those quickly, but I'm like, fuck, I want, I want more Biohazard. He was good. He had a really good brawl yeah. with Masada in that building where uh, one of them busted a fucking whiteboard over so, uh, the other's head. And I think Biohazard was actually bleeding, not Masada. But then it was like uh, very clear that they weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> like they finished the match really quick after he started bleeding. Um, but Fast Eddie is blind. Uh, and I remember that being like a thing that they, like the first time you saw him, somebody next to you was like, this guy's blind (laughs) and I'm, and I'm 12 and I'm like, what do you mean? He's blind. (laughs) He's the wrestler is blind. The guy doing the moonsault. How's how's this guy blind? But it's like, yeah, legally, legally blind. blind. I don't know what that means. I mean, Stan Hansen is legally blind. It just means like, you can't. 
You can't drive. You can't drive, right. But you can do a moonsault. If you can dodge a ball, you can dodge a wrench. I said that yeah. backwards. but uh, And then Don Juan is just, he was a good worker who, you know, it was a good worker in that setting. Like, when he was, when he, when Rudy Boy brings Don Juan to Beaumont to wrestle the Scrubs, Don Juan looks like uh, Bret Hart. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, and Don Juan looks good in this match. And he gets color, right? He gets like a... No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gets color. Yeah, both him and Eddie both get color. Eddie's blind also, and he gets color. Um, and then... Eddie also trained by the man who uh, trained you for uh, three and a half days. Oh, is it Booker T? <laughs> Tugboat Taylor. Oh, Tugboat Taylor. Okay. I was going to... I No, tug, 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 I had more than three days with Tugboat Taylor. <laughs> okay. I had like a good four, six weeks with Tugboat I had the three with, three with, days uh, with Booker T. Chaz's dad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had three days with Booker T. Um, yeah, he's uh, Eddie's really something. He's blind, and I, you know, that's going to come up um, on commentary quite a bit. <laughs> His gimmick is that he's blind. What if a wrestler though... was blind and fast and from Vegas? <laughs> what if we a wrestler found was out? Blind? Yeah, we yeah. This is how you find out. You got to just. You, this is a shoot. Um, Hernandez was a tugboat guy, I think. I think him and, like, I remember Hot, Hot Stuff Hernandez and the Necro Butcher having yeah. matches in that same bingo hall in Humble, Texas, where I had my first couple lessons, um, which was Tugboat's place. Um, I, d- I never really, I feel like I've mostly, Hernandez has mostly eluded me. Um, we talked about him on the Halloween show. On the fa- yeah. fancy dress-up show, um, I have not seen a lot of his. Like to me, when I think of Hosta Fernandez, I think about that border toss gif where he throws the girl in the pool. That's that's, <laughs> and I know he like injured a bunch of people on that, um, on with that move, you know. And I, I, it's not surprising. Um, but I, I don't. What's the good hot stuff stuff? I know he's cool. I know he's like a freak. He's like a Steiner. Uh, there's type. like a lot. Him versus there's a match. Uh, that was some IWA myself uh, Anarchy Championship Wrestling co promotion from San Antonio. Him versus Loki, yeah. and it's basically the lost Sheamus match. He's basically Sheamus. I've is seen that. Awesome. That's a great match. Yeah, that is a really good. That's the yeah. That's what. There's other uh, good. Arguably stuff in the show. a better Matt wrestler than no, definitely a better Matt wrestler than Sheamus. May, um, mm. Maybe Sheamus is more fluid in his mo- movement, but basically it's well, like. Here's the thing: is the it, only time guy we've only ever seen Sheamus of, do mat work with Daniel Bryan, so. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so, Big Steve Farrelly could have Farrelly, Mister Farrelly could have something more uh, in the tank, but we don't know. Steve yeah. Farrelly. <laughs> yeah, his name's Stephen Farrelly. So wait, who? All right, that's Hernandez's name is Steve. That's Sheamus. That's fucking... Sheamus. Okay, I was gonna say, is he? Sean Hernandez. Sean Hernandez. Sean Hernandez. I was gonna say, Hernandez. is Hernandez like? Uh, is he doing a little brown face action? In, in no, LAX? I didn't think so. Um, his name, Seamus' his name is Seamus O'Shaughnessy. I don't give a shit. That's his real name. SOS, That's baby. his real name. I don't give a shit. Um, Hernandez is, seems fun. I don't know. He's like one of those freak show guys that, like, it looks great in the six-man. He might impress he's you had, a couple times in he's singles. He's had some really, really good singles matches. Yeah. He and will take insane bumps. And, um, yeah. He kind of reminds know. me of Albert, in a way. Like, he's like a big guy. Yeah. Who like fills a role and is excellent as a tag wrestler probably, and occasionally has really good singles. Um, but for the most part, I feel like just like Albert, people didn't know how to use him. Yeah, he's like he's a guy who's just like, all right, well, 
we'll put you with someone more interesting. But it's also like, well, that's silly. Like he never had a contract. Guys, interesting. He never had a WWE contract, Hernandez. No. That seems crazy. I mean, I guess his his peak years, he's he's tied up with with TNA, right? Yeah, like that's when I mean when he's part of LAX teaming with Homicide is when he has uh, low key match. He has a match with Eddie Kingston and uh, that's his big indie run. Yeah, he has, okay. he has a match with Rick Younger. That's like he's this basically the guys you would I guess some good stuff in Jersey All Pro because obviously you know sure what, he was like I friends mean, with Homicide good, and stuff. Yeah, really good tag with him and uh, Homicide versus Key and Joe. You know, Jesus, that sounds yeah. It's crazy how many of those matches would just happen per month in Jersey where it was just like in 08 and 09 just yeah here's Teddy Hart and Loki facing like Raven and you know some fucking crazy Japanese fly (laughs) you know here's Shingo Takagi wrestling Raven (laughs) you know great stuff great stuff um I this this match that show specifically uh, I just thought this was a fun matchup uh Danny DeMonto defeats Kenny Omega uh on, in uh, September 2007, yeah, a con- that's J- that's JPW. Yeah, before the storm, that's, a, that's certainly the calm. Yeah. That's certainly the calm before the storm. Um, God, can you believe that? Was that you think that one? Went, you think Dave went seven on Danny Demanto versus? They, we had a runtime on Danny Demanto versus Kenny Omega. I don't know. I don't think uh, Dave respects uh, the Tom Brady uh, banging that lady enough. I would uh, that. <laughs> I would love. Bringing Danny brings in Ken, Kenny Omega hits the skids right loses his contract <laughs> he works the pit and Danny Demanto is like you know <laughs> I beat you 15 years ago <laughs> time to step in the pit a, he eco uh, Kenny Omega does a fucking uh, um, um, a shooting start off of uh, the fucking uh, ledge at the uh, the bloodshed. The bloodshed. Uh, we gonna get the bloodshed back? Are they gonna run there again? Oh, bloodshed! Yeah, they're running there. Uh, July Fourth weekend. Great. Uh, another co. Another uh, day with where both GCW and ICW are running. <sighs> yeah. Stop the wars, 4th. Israel and Palestine. It's a complicated situation. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, hey, that was like the best day of wrestling in the last fucking year. Yes, it was. It, yes, know? it was. That was a big day. Um, yeah, I, I, I love. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess I, I Hernandez is a blind spot. I guess I can say for sure. Yeah. At this point, um, Devito hops in the mic to start. Calls Rudy Boy a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Don Juan looks ridiculous uh, in like a. What he's like? What does he look like? He looks like he's. What is that? It's like a singlet with long tights, and like he's yeah. got kick pads. He looks like he's just dressed up to be a wrestler, like in 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 the in a, in a way that like in nineteen ninety nine in nineteen ninety a wrestler is a guy in black trunks and black boots. This is a wrestler in two thousand three. It looks like this guy, <laughs> like this is your creator wrestler default character in the two thousand three yeah. game. Um, Gabe immediately says, "Fast Eddie, the legally blind guy." That's like how he, he's like. We got Don Juan in here and Fast Eddie, the legally blind guy. <laughs> uh, they get 
so the match is good. This is a this is my favorite match of these. I think actually it's real kick ass. This yeah. is a fucking chaotic match. I think adding, I think making it a six, a three on three, really does change a lot of dynamics. But absolutely, they get uh, one of those cool chain link rails that they used to use for Ring of Honor, and they I guess they just like were like, all right, we're gonna junk these, and we'll just use them for props. And then they do, they break them all over the next like, two years in some really great spots. Um, they they. Uh, what hot stuff and Devito match up immediately? I think that's sort of the theme, of course, on all these. Is like Devito is going to match up with the guy that is highest, like on you know highest tier for work rate. Yeah. Um, and that in this case is hot stuff. And then of course in the match we'll watch next is everyone, which is why Devito is a pinball in that match because he's got storyline reason to be to to do that. And you know, there um, are ten like quality wrestlers he's facing yes yes it's cool i hope you have a list because i don't uh, <laughs> he does his thing he does his high arch drop kick on hot stuff landing hard on the floor like he that's the thing if you do like a big drop kick on the floor you're gonna land and he does it like it's tony okada like it's straight up like he looks like <laughs> he looks like a fucking new japan junior doing it it's great yeah it's great um and then don juan swings a chair well enough like he's clearly trying some shit. I feel like he he tries this like complicated hanging neck breaker on Masato, where Masato's draped over the ropes, and he tries he's like trying to swing him onto an open oh, yeah, chair, yeah. but it's not working, so he just settles for like a reverse DDT, like final cut sort of thing. Chair gets destroyed, still looks fine. Clearly, yeah, looks gross. Yeah, looks not plenty gross. Not what he's going for, but sure. Um, Fast Eddie hit, then hits. Uh, so Masato's in the corner, seated. Don one puts the chair in front of him. Fast Eddie hits the somersault Van Terminator. Uh, which is, I'm going to, do you know about the Somersault Van Terminator and why it's more common than the regular Van Terminator? Okay, I'm going to say, because a lot of people run the fuck out of steam, like, halfway between, before the ring, because they can't jump that fucking far on the road. But it's if so you, hard. If you flip, I'm thinking... Your momentum um, carries you, yeah. I'm remembering the really, the, the phenomenally great, I mean, the, we, we love the, the uh, the uh, fucking no consequences versus team old I- AIW match from uh, that absolution in 2017. Oh, and I don't spot... know if I know that one. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I don't know if I know that one. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's great. We talked, we talked about Josh Bishop. Fuck. Oh, that's the five on five with Josh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Sorry. Uh, so and, sorry. And they're, they're setting up a double, uh, a double Van Terminator and Matthew Justice hits it clean. because Right. Eric Ryan, yeah, who is not a, a terrible athlete by any means, he kind of ends up having to sort of hit land in the middle and then and scoot then his feet over. Hit, yeah, I remember that. And then hit him with like a, <laughs> like with like a like a, a little uh, like a mini Shibata drop kick, which sure. still looks good in the context. Yeah, but, but also eh, this is, a, well. this is a, a couple of teams that are sort of ramshackle. Like even the veterans are like not, you know, they're not a team. Um, yeah, that's great. I remember that now. Um, I watched my friend Daniel Bertrand, uh, oh, no. cr- Crimson, C-R-Y-M-S-Y-N, Crimson. Hell yeah. Uh, who wore leather pants, and uh, he, we referred to him as nipples just because his nipples were always <laughs> hard. And he, he was like, when, yeah. when we started, he was the only guy who wrestled without a shirt. And then a bunch of us like slowly were like, all right, we'll get some gear or whatever. He was like, I wear a leather shirt, Asics. I, I wear leather pants, Asics, no shirt. And that's my gear. And I remember watching him for about two hours try to perfect the Van Terminator until somebody was like, well, why don't you just flip with it? And then he did it perfectly the first time, and then he never tried the other one again. Yeah. 
It's so hard. You, I yeah, mean, it's crazy. It's crazy jumping out. Rob Van Dam. That yeah. man is a fucking freak. Yeah, it's a like, crazy move. It's a crazy move. And in doing it, and Shane McMahon doing it in a twenty foot ring, like and, and destroying his dad with it. His fucking dad. Oh, one of my favorite matches of all time. You know that. Can't wait for Vince. Can't to wait die. for Vince to die so he can talk about it. <laughs> what if Shane dies? What do we do then? We'll, we'll just talk about all I of guess, the Shane I matches. Guess, I guess we'll have to just jump the gun because there's plenty of Shane. There's plenty of. Oh God, Shane versus Angle. That's another. Those are those two. Shane Angle fucking rocks. Those are, it's so stupid. It's great though. Those matches are like seventy days apart, and they yes. are maybe my two favorite WWE matches of all time. Like they are. <laughs> I fucking love. I, I, and he's a, obviously Shane's a horrible wrestler in every possible way, and that's what makes him great. Um, he doesn't give a fuck. That, yeah, that kicks ass. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Don Juan some more. Um, no, let's talk about Fast Eddie. He's blind. Do you know about this? Oh, God damn it. He does he's a blind. He does Look a sw- at the shirt, Eric. It says he's blind. <laughs> he's got a fucking sandwich board. <laughs> doing a mood salt in a sandwich board that says I'm blind. Oh. Please. <laughs> doing a sandwich board in a... Yes. Barbed wire sandwich board moon salt. That's also sick, but I was going to go with he has him doing like a Teddy Hart gimmick where he has a seeing eye dog and seeing eye dog <laughs> with a moon salt. And he does the, yeah, the, the dog does a moon salt. I love it. <laughs> See, we got the, the, you know, we should be booking 2003 Ring of Honor. Absolutely, it's a shame that we were children. Um, yes. So what? What do like, we got so here? So escape, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. And then Rob, of course, he knows a lot of yeah. kids. <laughs> These jokes are so easy. We could, just... we could, we could talk about this for 12 hours. We've done almost <laughs> three. Yeah. We have not. We've only gained steam. Um, Oh, what what do we got? Fast Eddie's blind. He does a swinging. He takes a swinging neck breaker onto an open chair. It looks great. He's blind. Masada uh, swings one of those great plastic chairs, hits Don Juan with it, and literally breaks through the plastic seat. Like it doesn't. He's not like breaking it off of the metal. Edge. The deta- yeah, a little detached Japanese chair, yeah, but it's right. just yeah. It busts a hole in the plastic. That's a chair shot. Um, and then Loke is bleeding from the back of his head in like a really bad way. I'm not even sure how. Like that's matter. like. You ever see uh, David Gordon Green's George Washington? No. Oh well, it, that kind of thing happens, I know, and then the, I know I know it's one of your favorite movies. It's not. Long. That's not all the real girls is the one. I know that's my favorite. It. And then I know all the real girls is absolutely like one of your favorite movies. Top so. ten, top ten, Zoe baby. We all turned on Zoe. We should. We it's time to give her a second or third chance. She needs to go back to being a blonde. Oh. She great almost famous um i could talk we could talk for 12 hours about that <laughs> bring it back around to cameron crow he was good one time you tell me all right you tell me you don't like jerry Maguire. say anything uh anyways fast uh, eddie is blind uh devito's punching him in the head he's blind commentary tells you he's blind um hernandez uh hits a border toss on masada a huge man by the way masada is He's taller than me. I think it's, I'd say he's like six three, and he's he's got a he's not a like a buff guy. He's just a thick motherfucker. Like yeah. Masada is like a a guy who is just always two fifty, and like that's not overweight. That's not underweight. That's just him. That's how he exists. He weighs two hundred fifty yeah. pounds. Masada weighs two hundred fifty pounds. It's the law of nature. Um, Gabe claims that he can smell the blood because I guess the he's like really selling the Loke thing. Yeah, and you're just like. Come on, Gabe. We know you recorded this commentary three weeks after the fucking show. 
I have a joke that I am too much of a Gentile to make. Um, <laughs> no, all right, we'll move on. Uh, Flash, so, uh, Fast City's blind. I just, I, I just say, I'll just say Heyman would be making a fucking joke at him. It's like, oh, you, oh, you smell blood, hey? Oh no, oh no. That's what uh, you want to be saying about our people. Fast Eddie is blind. Uh, <laughs> Devito yells uh, that he loves this shit. And then he does another hilarious thing. A standing leg drop on the floor onto Fast Eddie, who's yeah. blind. Um, immediately sells his own ass. <laughs> it's just great. DeVito <laughs> is such a king. Um, I live for this shit. I love this shit. We do too. Yeah. And then he does a leg drop on the floor. He's. I think I, he is. It is crazy how good he is. I know. He's really great. Bang that, I've been banging that drum for 153 minutes. Nobody has ever talked about how Tony DeVito is good in the in the context or in the fashion you have, though. Yeah, you think? This uh, is like well, original. This oh. is like originally original. Like, fuck, oh, man, this that is means good. so much Level. to me. It's when we figured out that Road Dog in '99 was great. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. This is what the this is the whole point of the show. Um, yeah, he punches him like it's a man for four point four three on Cage Match. Fuck that shit. That's whoa. Why? What did he do to offend people? I just don't. I don't understand. Like, just ignore him if it's not your shit. Like, what are you fucking? What's your problem with? God, people are fucking wrestling. Gabe fans. and, and so certainly stupid, Gabe's man. booking of him made it that you could ignore the motherfuckers. Exactly. He put him at the end and said, "Hey, if this is not within your family values, you can leave before the butcher stabs him with a fork and waddles around like Joseph Arganescoli." Like yeah, he put that all on the, the poster. You, all, all of you cage match inmates who were such big <clears throat> ring crew uh, express fans that you what, need to see this. What's the rating on the this fucking blood feud? What's the Dun and Marcos ratings? Oh, it's dog shit. You know, is it? Fucking, oh, Don's a four seven. Marcos is a 429. How do you just... Exactly. I don't even know which one's which. <laughs> which yeah, no. How do you fucking... What do you... Tell me the Usos are two different guys? Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Fast Eddie uh, is bleeding a lot. Um, Hernandez is swinging the chair a lot. Loke throws a chair, like, overhand with one hand, like a fastball. Like a... Yeah. Um, at Hernandez's head, and it flies into the crowd. Hits some old lady. Probably. Oh, so sick! <laughs> you saw that? Okay, because you see a shot of the crowd afterwards, and they're like still not sitting down. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> when Super Hentai runs the the Super Indie here, we don't have to deal with this shit. <laughs> Give me Sterling James Keenan out here to work a two and a half star match for twelve minutes, so I don't have to get out of my chair to avoid a fucking <laughs> flying weaponry. Um, yeah, Eddie is bleeding a lot, right? Yeah. Absolutely. That's a hell of a blade job. And he's blind, you know, which is crazy. Gabe actually says it's so crazy that this blind guy is in here wrestling <laughs> and bleeding. He he's says so that. He's so impressed with his blindness. He says which, it. I mean, sure, but man. He just come out and said this shit. I think man would like to exist beyond his lack of eyesight. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's why he became a pro wrestler, to be a guy who has... It was more than legally blind. I don't know. It's so funny. It's so funny that it, it, cause like you, you would never know it. He wrestles just fine, you know? He's, a, he's good. Fastly's a lot of fun. But then, you know, what if he was blind? What if a wrestler was blind? It's not like he turned that into a fucking main event push for the motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is if, if there was some angle here beyond, like, look at this freak doing this crazy shit. Like, if you had a plan, then maybe. But, like... Otherwise, like, we're just doing Zach Gowan, but with more, better work rate. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's a, it's really weird how many times he mentions it. And it's weird how many times I've mentioned it. Um, uh, Masada hits Don one with an avalanche DDT, and then he's up there crotched 
uh, on the top somehow. Fast Eddie's climbing up uh, with Masada onto the turnbuckle. He's blind, of course. Um, Fast Eddie hits... So he hits this top rope Hurricane Rana, like Frankensteiner, onto Masada, off the ropes. Now, I don't know if it had anything to do with his blindness, but there was nothing down there really to catch Masada's fall. And I don't know if Fast Eddie thought there was a table down there. But he couldn't see. It's like it's just two chairs. There's two chairs. It's not. It's not a chair table. It's it's not enough to land on from for doing a flip bump off the top to the floor. <laughs> he just eats shit. Like he's just yeah. Dead. He's he fucking just, it's tailbone fucking pulverized. Yeah, yeah. And then Fast Eddie immediately has to go inside, and of course Fast Eddie, who is blind, also did that move and had to like fly backwards off of like every time I see a, anything like that, like a Frankensteiner off the side of the ropes to the floor i'm like how the fuck does the guy doing that move not just brain himself on the apron like that's yeah that's i i'm all of the times i'm watching that guy just as much as i'm watching the guy taking the actual bump because that is not how that is not what this was designed to do (laughs) um but yeah fast eddie blind great um he goes in and uh i guess the carnage crew is all like out on the floor mostly eddie like walks over to hot stuff and I think he does give him consent, right? It seemed like Hot Stuff didn't just grab Fast Eddie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Fast Eddie is down, and they like they planned this. So he lifts Fast Eddie up, gives him the border toss, basically over the post, like at a diagonal angle over the ropes onto Loke and DeVito, who are on the floor near the entryway, right? Yeah. And they catch him great. It's a, it's a totally safe, like, as insane as it is to say it. It was arguably the most safe execution of any spot in this match. <laughs> and, you know, they catch him, Eddie, they, great big bump, Eddie looking around. He doesn't even know how he got out there, you know, because he's fucking blind. <laughs> um, and then Hot Stuff, I can't, believe, I can't believe that all this happened so fast. <laughs> yes. You know the dive that Undertaker does versus HBK at, like, WrestleMania 25 or whatever? Yeah. Where, like, what happens? He, like, pulls the cameraman in front of him. The cameraman's supposed to catch him. That's the weirdest dive ever, right? Yeah. What the fuck it, was the goal on that? I don't know. He did a lot of... I mean, he hit some, like, nice dives. He, he did. He dive oh, yeah. Batista, but, you know. He, there's one against Kane. Maybe it's Mania 14 where he, like, totally nukes himself on the table, on the announce table. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Undertaker. Crazy, crazy dives. Hot Stuff does the Undertaker dive from Mania 25. Um, I guess they throw chairs at him and just he move. Gets, he gets, he takes a chair shot. He takes a chair shot, but he lands, he's almost fucking vertical as he gets hit with a chair and then, I don't know, takes a pile driver on the floor with no one delivering it to him. Like, yeah, what fuck, the dude. fuck were they doing? <laughs> what was supposed to happen? He's such a, he's just like this big, I mean, he can, I've seen that damn dude. I've seen him hit that dive. Good dive. I've seen him hit that dive and stay horizontal, get caught by the guy that's facing for him. I've seen that plenty of times. Yeah. I think I saw him do it to like Ricochet or like Prince Puma in the fucking, in, in Lucha Underground one time. Um, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> like, how does that happen? I don't even know how that, I mean, I know how it happens. You undershoot the dive, your knees catch the top rope and all of a sudden you're going head first. But how does nobody see that that's happening and then just step in and catch him? That's what I. Because nobody planned that as a yeah. spot. Yeah, but spot DeVito. Be... DeVito's so good. Maybe he's, you know, maybe catch it. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but everything after that's gravy. Uh, Loke is covered in blood from the back of his head. 
Um, they all get fast Eddie ups. Somehow, the finish of this match is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because they get fast Eddie, uh, who is blind, upside down, and I think it's Loke. It's either, I think it's Loke in the middle who's holding him up for the pile driver. And then DeVito and Masada both, and it's, there's a, quite a struggle here to figure this out because they all step on the same middle rope. Yeah. And it's, they, they pile drive his blind bitch ass, spike style, double sp- triple spike pile driver on this Stevie Wonder ass for the pin. Um, I, I thought this was a stunning match. That's a fantastic match. <laughs> It's crazy because it's possible that there are like maybe four of the guys in this match. This is their best match ever. <laughs> At least three. Definitely two. Like, holy shit. It's so great. I'm so glad. Um, me and my daughter were in the Hy-Vee grocery store, grocery store recently. And yeah. uh, Superstition by Stevie Wonder came on. And I was like, Pearl, you hear this song? Cause she was like kind of dancing to it. She was like into it. Because she does that in the grocery store. She gets very excited. She dances. And sure. we, started, we started going to grocery stores again recently because, I don't know, wear your mask. Maybe people are, I don't want to talk about it. But yeah. I was like, this is Stevie Wonder. He plays the piano, but he's blind. He can't see. And I was <laughs> I'm like telling my daughter this and she's like, okay, I don't, she, this means nothing to her. No. <laughs> she could not possibly give less of a shit. She wants to look at the lobsters and dance to whatever the music is. She doesn't want to know about Stevie Wonder. She doesn't know what blind even really she is. She has no like, <laughs> understanding of this physical disability yeah. at this point in her life. Yeah. 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 And, for better or for worse. And I remember. For better? Yeah. <laughs> but I remember the thing always being like. Stevie Wonder's so talented. He's blind and he can play the piano and like Ray Charles too. But Stevie Wonder was the one that I guess got played more cuz it's you know real like pop music. Ray Charles is I don't know who listens to fucking Ray Charles, but like, you know, Stevie Wonder gets played cuz it's 70s pop music. It's on the radio yeah. and shit. And I just remember my my mom and my uncle and my grandma always just being like, "Isn't that amazing? He can play that piano even though he's blind." <laughs> and so that was kind of how I felt about Fast Eddie in this match. Your dad, isn't it amazing? He could play the piano even though he's black. Even though he's black, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's... that's great. Thank you. I, 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 <laughs> as your therapist, I will I will make the jokes about your father for you. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So, I don't some, I don't think of him that fast because he means nothing to me. So, like, yeah. I need somebody else to be like, oh, yeah, wasn't your dad also fucked up? <laughs> What's the date on our main event here? I don't have it written down. The date on our main event, I believe, is. Give me a fucking second. I mm. believe it's uh, something. Two thousand four. Is it February? I believe it's uh fucking uh, Valentine's Day two thousand four. Oh, fitting for the the theme, <laughs> the ending of this match and the whole. <laughs> yes, Valentine's two thousand February fourteenth two thousand four. In Braintree, Massachusetts. At the there National we go. I love getting uh, to Bra- getting some Braintree. Second anniversary show in a country whipping six man tag team match. We have the Carnage Crew, HC Loke, Tony DeVito, and special guest star Justin Incredible. <laughs> Feature against the special K offspring of Dixie, Hydro, and Dizzy. So you stuck this one out of me. I didn't know it was just incredible until I started watching it. <laughs> you think it was Masada? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's hilarious. There isn't the one of the scramble cages is the four of them, right? Yes. Isn't that match like hated? 
Uh, I feel like people hated that match. I've never seen it. We should, I was going to say, well, I'll, I'll save it for later. We'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it as soon as we get, as soon as this podcast becomes longer than um, Gangs of New York. We'll start talking. <laughs> oh, that's the butcher. That's what I was thinking of. Um, all right. This is second, second anniversary, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, we didn't do a lot of 2003 in this episode, but I think it is interesting to chart the, the production values and stuff like that. You know, this file starts not with low key being a goofy motherfucker talking about how good his matches are. It starts with Samoa Joe in a suit talking about how important he is, not because his matches are good, but because he's powerful. Um, Samoa Joe, great underrated promo. Recently released from WWE, right? Yeah. The fuck? He was like really good on commentary. I don't know. I don't, that was... It's re- it's weird. Does he I, have I a wonder... run? Is there a run left for Joe? If someone knows how to use him, maybe yeah. But... Yeah, um, that's what. I'm, of course. Is the is is that is feasible though? Do he? Do you think he has it? He, he yeah. Has, he has something left. I mean, if 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 say AEW bring him in tonight to uh, have a face off with uh, fucking Miro, and he has a fucking program for the TNT title where these two fought. They do eight minute matches. Beat the shit out of each yeah. other for eight minute matches. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like for eight minutes. God, then that sounds wonderful. We got something. If Kenny Omega is like. I've never worked. Yeah, let's let's before. do twenty eight minutes on on TNT for the <laughs> yeah for the Impact title for the Impact. <laughs> I keep forgetting that that's a thing. Um, the Belt Hunter. Yeah. Oh, is that what they? Call I don't him? feel like the yeah the Belt Hunter. I don't feel like the Belt Hunter. The, the Milf Hunter. I feel like the Milf Hunter. Maybe. I feel like Bobby Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> And he's like, uh, they're building him and fucking Lesnar, right? Isn't that the deal? Maybe. I think they're, the Hell in a Cell is going to be him and Kofi, but I'm not sure on that. Oh, I could dig that. If Kofi leans in and strikes. Um, yeah, Samoa Joe in a suit. Great. This is a cool-looking show. Eight-man tournament for the pure title that is, like, chock full of talent. All the who's who of ROH guys, plus John Walters. Um, uh-huh. You got Joe in a four-way with Key, Moff, and Whitmer, which I was skipping through, and I caught one. Hey, if it makes you – oh, John Walters is actually not in this tournament. Oh, no, you know he has Zimmer. Um, yeah, he's in, he's in the opener. I, yeah. I'm like, this is a long-ass show somehow. It's a four-hour show, but it's got a lot of long singles matches for that tournament. Um, and the, the four-way title match, I caught one clip of while I was skipping through, and it was just like Moff doing a dive and fucking Joe doing a dive and Key doing double stomps and shit. And it was just like, oh, this is a match. So I, I can't – I didn't actually watch it, but I just want to go ahead and give out the the proper recommendation, four and a quarter, low-key versus Dan Moff versus Whitmer versus Samoa Joe from the second anniversary show. Hey, Look, when was the last time you saw the Pure uh, Tournament Final? From that show? Yeah, I probably never. I don't know. It's like oh, okay, because that it's, has like it's AJ famous, versus Punk. Yeah, that is a famously goofy finish. Because um, of course it's about the free rope breaks thing, and well, the, well, the oh, referee God. decides. Yeah, Punk uses one of his rope breaks when he does like a flippy do to sort of get out of a hold, but it's not really, but it's not really a submission thing. It's like he does. I know the I know the exact so spot. He would do that spot all the time. He, exactly, they counted that as a rope. That's so stupid. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's making me really mad. And this was a Gabe. I know it's Gabe. It sucks. I know. So you could bring in Steamboat to be the rest. Stupid fucking little. (laughs) (sighs) So we could bring in Steamboat. Oh, God. So Steamboat could just be like, guys, (laughs) let's have a match. (laughs) Man, when when 
hero was like, what are you going to do, arm drag me? That was so good. Um, yeah, I skipped through. I caught, a little, I caught like, uh, the finish of Jimmy Ray versus AJ Styles. Looked sick, you know. Um, and then I got to this, which I was moving through the card. I had it on cage match. I was trying to get to where I was supposed to go for the match that we're going to talk about. Of course, of course. And I got to this, which I thought... I like was in it, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like maybe this angle is going to lead to the Carnage Crew coming out and beating these guys up, and that'll lead into the match." So I was like, "I'll watch this," and it starts out with these guys coming out: Scott Clark and Jerk Jackson. <laughs> now you saw I posted the pictures of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't until I somehow. Did I, you real, when did you realize who? Jerk I realized. Jackson was? I realized that Jerk Jackson was Bobby Shit, aka Bobby yeah, Fish. Oh, Fucking friend, Bobby Fish, Bobby shit Bobby himself. Shit. I only realized that when Eric Stevens replied to me and said, I didn't remember Bobby being on the gas that hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, Jerk Jackson's Bobby shit. Uh, I mean, that hair, he looks like I know. A, a beard, the beard, the chin strap. But it's not even a chin strap. It's like a cleft strap. I don't understand. It's rough. It's rough. Hair. Who, who is Scott Clark? I have no fucking clue, Scott Clark. He is. looks like he's halfway between Quackenbush and brain damage. Yeah. Right? He's the middle portion of that evolution. Um, so Dunn and Marcos come out. They're Scott supposed Clark to... does not have a page match profile. I know. He, I, I Googled Scott Clark wrestler. I came up with nothing. I looked really <laughs> hard for him, and I thought about DMing Eric Stevens to say, who the fuck is this guy? But then I was like, eh. Some Albany asshole, yeah. I'm not gonna DM Eric Stevens for this. <laughs> yeah, like Bobby Fish is some uh, like upstate New York guy, so I think this is also some upstate sure. New York or Massachusetts guy. Have you ever seen a Bobby Fish match name. where he wrestles as Jerk Jackson? Did you know he was called this? Yes, you did. I didn't know that. Oh well, I knew it from Cage Match. I've never seen the match. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, you, you haven't. Seen... You have never seen Jerk Jackson in action. Yeah, he must have wrestled multiple <laughs> matches because he's not listed on this Cage Match. Uh, show no no all right so the match doesn't happen here's you didn't watch this segment did you oh i watched the segment did you there's no match yeah okay for the record scott clark might be a guy named scott cardinal trained by tony devito fascinating okay i mean uh, all this makes sense like yeah and here's the match they have on the uh on an afternoon show literally called rh afternoon show i guess from that one to convention thing at the guard armory they wrestle uh rebels army Consisting of tough enough Greg Matthews nice. and the, uh, the Rock and, and Red Bull himself. Yeah. That's great. What a time, man! What a time! Yeah, that's a that's a that's an afternoon show kind of match. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's an after. This is you know what? Book, son of a bitch for his ring. I'm watching this this and this is like the second match on the show, and I'm thinking this should have been on the afternoon show. <laughs> it's like the shittiest thing you could say about a match. I think yeah. this you know this 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 match has a real afternoon kind of feel to it. This is a matinee. Yeah. <laughs> Four eleven. Imagine getting squashed by Rocket. Oh, it's the opener on that. Damn. I, the, I, I feel like this is this probably would be suited to be the dark match on the afternoon show. <laughs> oh yeah, this segment. I don't know. Oman Tortuga and his friend. You know uh, what's the guy? Diablo Santiago. The great Diablo Santiago. I I I didn't look it up because I wanted to do that bit again. Um. They look amazing. Everybody out here is looking great, especially Scott Clark, who looks, you know, he's, he's like Hot Topic Mike Quackenbush. He really yeah. is. Um, the funny thing is, though, Oman Tortuga and Santiago Chile um, are, like, 
you know, getting in Marcos and Dunn's faces. And the, 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 the thing here is Dunn and Marcos are supposed to face Bobby Fish and Jerk Jackson and Scott Clark. But then they're like, this promo's taking too long, and they just leave. Like, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, we just said not to get paid tonight or wrestle this match or, like, get exposure on, this, on the anniversary show. For, like, what the fuck are... <laughs> what is it's that? Not a, it's not a show full of long matches either, really. The longest match is... Uh... 21 minutes, uh, Matt Stryker of Hawaii against AJ Styles. Sounds great. Sounds the amazing. The opening round of the title tournament went like 30. Well, maybe. there must be a lot of these really 35. good angles. I guess they did a bunch of these really good in-ring angles. and that's Because afterwards, we also get, there's uh, Gary Michael Capetta or whatever. Is it, is it, yeah. It, it, like, I, like so what? Weird. They did so much bullshit, man. Gabe has got his uh, dick oh. all the way out. Um, he, oh, wait, wait, was it, it was the... Uh, it was it's the show with the six man uh, before that has the cornet uh, pro, promo segment. Not in, I saw cornet appear on my screen when I skipped through. I didn't watch that. Yeah, obviously, I'm but. like, what the hell is going on with this man? Gabe Sapolsky does. We know that there's a lot of things going on with Jim Cornette, but that's a subject for another time. Yeah. So yeah, the only reason I watched that segment was because I thought that was for the match. Like so according to the card on Cage Match, I was like, this is this is probably going to lead right into it, right? And then there's like a, a cornet promo. <laughs> but, I do not fucking remember Jerk Jackson <clears throat> being a special K member. God damn. Oh, uh, I mean, he probably was on like one of the offshoot shows. Um, Scott Clark looks like he could have been. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad I watched it because I got to see Scott Clark and Jerk Jackson. Uh, it's they, a shame that everyone in uh, 2004 indie wrestling was a new metal guy because the idea of a, a new metal stable versus the rave kid stable is a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah, that's a classic. And just uh, these two dumbasses. That's a classic like rock versus disco. That's like a rock versus disco, which like rock versus disco is all coded in like white supremacy and like you know very anti-black music sort of shit. That was a big deal in the late seventies. It was like you know the the subtext was obviously there, um, except this would be like you know a homophobia angle. <laughs> it's the same thing, but it's just about like gay club kids. Um, yeah, old. It's it's. So you said country whipping match, but I believe it's billed as an old-fashioned country whipping match. It might be. I mean, I I can only go with Striga, and he says a country whipping match. <laughs> yeah, the the it's an apost it's an an apostrophe um, on on the on screen graphic during the during the, the video package. Um, we got Jay Lethal is Hydro, Dixie is Dixie, and I think Izzy was Insane Dragon. Insane Dragon, yeah. Right, and Dixie was always Dixie. Um, I think Izzy is the... Hi- I mean, DeVito's the highlight of this match. Um, fuck, is it, Izzy the blonde or the... Yeah, Izzy's the blonde. I believe so. With the with the baggy pants. And and Dixie is the one with the, like, the, the short black hair, short brown hair. Yeah, wearing the uh, fucking black tank. The tank. long... Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's the one who really looks like a club kid. And... and uh, Fuck, and Izzy looks Jay like... Jay Lethal a, just looks like a guy. Yeah, and, and Izzy looks like a pro wrestler in 2004. Jay like, Lethal just looks, looks like the man who he is even today, just eating plain cheese sandwiches at the autograph booth. <laughs> uh, you know. It's crazy. He's had such a he's had such a decent career. It's I, really I, wild. I have no take on Jay Lethal, except for there's a wrestler. He's... Jeez. I don't know. At his moments. Yeah, sure, sure. Um... Gotta love that lethal injection. <laughs> One of my favorite moves. Um, 
So, do you want to talk about the angle that we don't actually see, but is told? Uh, yeah, sure. About to set it up. Sure. Devito is mega unhinged early on, and that's the story, right? This has come up. I think Phil talked about this on the show at some point when he was on. But yeah, talk to him. I'm gonna mute and vape for a minute. You tell him, tell tell the story of Special K and Tony Devito and the Devito family, <laughs> as best so as Tony, you can remember. Tony Devito's daughter has gone to the dark side the hard style side she has become a she's in the nightcore now she is in sort of listen to vaporwave she has become part of the raving lifestyle is uh, according to gabe uh, polsky uh which was mostly dead by 2004 by the way right like yeah. that didn't exist it didn't exist so look, uh, she's she's a is she let me ask you this is she sub 18 is that part of the story I would have to think so. That is part of the story. Okay. Yeah. They don't bring that up, but it's, I think it's implied. I think it's also presumed that like everyone in special K is also like a teenage dipshit. Oh yeah. I guess they they are. Yeah. They're all, they're all like 19 or younger. And like, that's the thing with special K. And I, I feel like we'll get a chance to talk about this at some point again, but special K obviously is Rob Feinstein horniness or, if not that, it's Gabe trying to like indulge Feinstein. It's a little bit of both because it definitely gets uh, Gabe's love of what he built. I mean, what what this promotion it was basically built on, which is all of these like Puerto Rican kids, because sure. that's half of Special K. Sure, sure. And all right, so do you have a who who do you see who who? Because we got Cheech and Cloudy are out there. We, I know we got Angel Dust. Who, uh, who else is deranged? Is there? I think deranged is I think out deranged there. Deranged is out there. Yeah, deranged. Not one of my favorite JPW guys. Just kind of blended in with like Grim Reefer. I don't. I, you know, Grim Reefer is fine. Also, Grim Reefer not here. I don't think, but he was in the group, right? Uh, Reefer might have been in the group, but with a different name. He might have been. Uh, I don't think. Okay, I don't think. I don't think Hijinks is here. Who's Hijinks? I know, right? Um, Do you, what's? No, seriously. So who is Hijinks? <laughs> Do you want me to just list every single name off of Cage Match? In alphabetical a- order. Yes, of course. Abyss. Angel Dust, a.k.a. Wait, Angel. wait, wait, stop. Abyss? I know, right? The Abyss? Yeah. All right, move on. Becky Bayless. Sure. Brian XL, who isn't here because he's probably blown both of his ACLs already. Sure. Uh, Cheech. Cloudy. Mm-hmm. Dana Damison. Who? Doesn't uh, matter. Move on. <laughs> Deranged. Dixie. Hijinks. Hydro. Does Hijinks have a page? Yes, this is a man named Chris Rockwell from uh, Wayne, New Jersey, trained by uh, the Snookas. Great. <laughs> Wait, like Sim Snooka? Like to, to me in a trainer? <laughs> no, trained by uh, Jimmy and Deuce. Ah, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Senior. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, imagine being trained by that man in 2001. Mm. Oh, God. Jody Fleisch. It's like being trained Jody by. Matthews. Okay, sorry. Jody Fleisch. Crazy K. Oh, Crazy K, of course. Uh, the Great K, Crazy K. Lacey. Yeah? Lit. Mellow. Mikey Whitbrick. Okay, Lit and Mellow, I don't know. But that's okay, let's keep going. Slim J. Oh, yeah. Slug- yard Call. Yeah, Yard Call, say it back. <laughs> yard Call. Slugger and Yayo. Slugger? Who's Slugger? I remember Slugger. Do you? Was yeah. He like a, was he like a big guy? Uh, he was... Well, yeah, but he was, like, he he didn't work. He was just, like, a guy. Oh, he was an like, enforcer? Yeah. Cool. I can't, I, maybe I can't remember that, actually. <laughs> More than, I don't, I don't remember that. 
He worked like dark matches and like he's on and shit where nobody remembers. Who is this it? Guy just... You're talking about Slugger? Yeah, we're talking about Sl- Slugger. was also like weird. Like he was part of the Rottweilers of Grim Reefer. What sure, the fuck is- I kind of happening, man. Yeah, no, and then also he was on that anime show, you know, um, <laughs> Toshi Kon. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's great, Slugger. Yayo, I saw Yayo. I was looking. I was. I did a little bit of a dive on Cage Match, and I was like, I wonder if they have any. They don't have any matches in the match guide, which is really weird to me. Um, but yeah, I, I saw. I saw there was somebody named Yayo, and I was like, a three minute dark match: uh, Bison Bravado and Slugger versus the Solution of Havoc, pa- Rip Havoc, and Papadon. <laughs> Ha- With that so- New York City wrestling connection? With- <laughs> yeah, no, that's Ring of Honor. That's Ring of Honor. That's, but yeah. they're, run- they're running in, uh, yeah, <laughs> East Hampton or whatever. Uh, Fairfield, Connecticut, Fairfield. actually. Okay, same thing. It's all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, all, all the same people. <laughs> one type of person lives there. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm not doing, a- not doing that. Um, two types of people. There's two types of people live there. Um, Steers and queers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, DeVito is uh, unhinged early. Uh, credible, credible. So Credible looks pretty solid here. And I did, like I said, I did forget that he was a part of the Carnage crew. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. All right, well, let's see what he's like. And then I watched him and I was like, oh, he looks pretty good. Like, you know, he was all right. Like, 04 is him coming, like, right off of uh, his WWE run, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, pretty was, close. Or was he still doing, or did he get sidelined and then, like, shuffled off to TNA? But basically, but, like, he wasn't cooked at that point. Um, but he was, you know, I think the, the... His last WWE match was in 2002, but then he worked TNA, he worked uh, some All Japan, he was part of R- R&D, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. He worked, okay. But, so the, so he was, he was pretty active, and, yeah, I don't know. He, I like him, joined, I like, uh, I like the X Factor. And then he joined the, uh, the Carnage crew in mid-2000, uh, <clears throat> mid-2003. So 2002, he leaves, and he's still with X Factor then. Okay. Weird. I don't know. To me, oh, here we go. Yo, you dealing with the X Factor. I got everything I, I just wanted to do that real quick. I know. Uh, uh I, I he only exists in 2000 to me. He had that long ECW title run, um, and it just like the famous. I put the belt on him because nobody would steal him, and then yeah. Uh, you know what would have been a better idea, ironically, is just to put the belt on Karina because he didn't. Nobody stole Karina. Nobody would ever steal Karina. Yeah, what Hashimoto is going to be like? I need an exclusive. Con- it's time for you to move, Steve. <laughs> time for you to- Karina would do this. He'd be like Colby. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, two year old Colby is like, here's your, this is your new Japanese mom. Um, I know she's seventy years old. She's also your maid and your teacher. Oh man, credible though, does look solid. Loke is good, of course, <clears throat> but Devito is the protagonist. The he is truly yeah. the protagonist of this match, and like such an interesting way. Like he really is pinballing off of everyone and i know that's the deal right he's they the, the idea is that the entire special k is run, run a train on his daughter or whatever it's some horrible shit they play <clears> the, <throat> according to gabe the number games <laughs> god damn that's such a weird like unsexual way to talk about it. that's weird um this is weird i don't know gabe's kind of a weird guy you ever think about that i don't know that. if we ever talked about that <laughs> uh but devito's awesome um it's this whole thing is really chaotic shit. Um, the the thing is, there's not a lot to talk about this because it is so chaotic. But I was really impressed that Izzy and Dixie are both immediately bleeding. 
Um, there's like eight members of Special K out there. There's no way. The, the cool thing about this also is there's no discernible way of knowing who is actually in this match. And it's not like yeah. DeVito can tell one from another when he's like, he might try to pin somebody who's not in the match. And the referee is not going to, you know. The referee might not know. These two guys wearing the yellow Special K t-shirt. Yeah, and one of them is in the match. One of them exactly. is Izzy, um, who I, I think uh, is the best guy in this match, probably. I think he's actually, I mean, DeVito, obviously, but Izzy is crazy in this match. He's bleeding like a fucking maniac. And I was, this is like a revelatory performance for me, for him. And I was like, I got to find, what's the other insane dragon blade jobs? Like, that guy looks great yeah. covered in blood. Um and yeah, I don't know. There, this is this is the most unhinged of these matches. Probably, um, it's got the least. Like, I mean, there are so few moves now. Do I care about moves? Right. I don't even mean moves of a Z. I mean, like little wrestling moves. No, but who cares? It's just they're beating each other with belts. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's great. But there's that. Uh, is is it Loki? Does that cool double neck breaker uh, while they're rotting? That uh, is. is in, I have in, that down as Devito. Okay. That is an incredible moment. So yes, he's uh, garroting is definitely what he does. Um, he he's got the strap around. So L- L- Jay Lethal Hydro and Dixie are back to back, heads touching each other, um, and Devito gets a strap around both of their necks and holds them towards him. Turns around and he basically delivers a stunner onto Jay Lethal with pulling the the strap the the belt down. And then yeah. Dixie is pulled with the same belt and gets neckbreakered onto the back shoulders and like back of the neck and head of Devito or of uh, of of, uh, of or lethal. J- J- lethal. And it's yeah. it's really hard to describe, uh, but I think I did an okay job. It's but it's the no, com- uh, yeah, I think it did so. Completely unique and devastating looking. We've seen like a guy does a stunner and a DDT, like you know Nova shit from you know. ECW bad three way yeah. matches. We've seen that shit forever. Fucking shit that people in Brett Russ are still doing four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some real progress 2017 stuff, yeah. Um, CCK, all. Oh, yeah. Gift. Yeah, it's some kid like a shit. Except it looks great and it looks like their heads fucking conk each other and it's cool. It's, he uh, looks like he's killed these two kids. Yeah, yeah. But that's what he's out that's for. That's what he's out for, yeah. For. Yeah, and he, he's like diving into like people, like. I think three or four times in the match, there will just be a member of Special K is leaned against the guardrail, and we cut to DeVito f- doing a fucking spear into it. Like, yeah. like not a spear, but, like, a, you know, just a running shoulder sort of just, like I'm going to... Or going for, like, a, a pseudo cannonball. Yeah. Where he ends up taking a, like, ends up taking a cannonball bump when someone moves out of the way. Sure, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's less of a cannonball, more of, like, a... guardrail back a foot or two. It's like great a bullet shit. bill sort of thing, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um... The Angel Dust is in the aisle. Um, is that is that all I really want to talk about? Because there's not a there is not a lot of whole a whole lot. Um, Loke hits uh, Dixie with a press slam into a DVD. Like they're hitting moves. It's great. Um, Izzy Izzy looks great. He's he's he looks like a fucking superstar with his little medium length uh, blonde hair just soaked yeah. in blood. He looks like Jimmy Rave kind. of. He's like a smaller somehow smaller Jimmy Rave. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Angel Dust is in the aisle with the girl. Um, and De- DeVito's about to take the whole match. He's, like, he's like about to finish it. And the commentators are like, huh, it's Angel Dust. And who's that? Oh, whom? Well, who was that with him? Huh, I wonder who that could have been. Oh, my. I don't want to as- assume, I, but I mean. I can't oh. even speculate. And so DeVito obviously runs after Angel Dust and his daughter. Um, like, we've, we know the 
gimmick. We know the plot here. Just we know the fucking story. Tell us what you see. You're you're a fucking commentator. Call the match. Call the fucking action. Say what it is. Um, And then Izzy hits this botched Phoenix Splash that basically he almost like double stomps him. And oh yeah, oh it's brutal. It looks like he goes he gets gets like a knee on him. It's like a knee dropper double stomp. He clearly blows his knee out and almost kills Loke. Um, and then, I don't know, they give, they give Loke a spike pile driver off the apron through a table. Gabe yells, dangerous. And I guess I didn't realize dangerous was a thing for Gabe as early as the second anniversary show. But when it happened, I was like, oh, right, Gabe. <laughs> this guy. This huh? fucking guy. Uh, and then, yeah, they roll him in and finish it. Um, not sure what happened to Justin Credible. He was probably over there listening. He was, he was hanging out with Uncle Cracker and singing the X Factor theme song. He was just probably, like, getting... Is, I mean, he's probably like. I think he might actually run after the kids too. Oh, that yeah, sure. That's right. No, so that's one hundred percent what happens. He runs after. He yeah. wasn't at concessions getting the two dollar PBR. He was actually helping his friend turn Devito kill a kill a child. <laughs> yeah, uh, HC Loke, uh, eighteen on one attack. But you know, yeah, that's what he signed up for as being part of the Carnage Crew. Because being part of the Carnage Crew is, as Gabe says, it's about you know. You hate your job. You hate your nagging wife and kids. DeVito certainly hates his kid. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? You could come on a weekend and you could beat some ass. Yeah. And that fucking, what a stupid gimmick. That's but, what honor's all about. <laughs> but this, but, but this, this team is so fucking cool. It's such a, it's just kicks ass. These matches are great. They're all like, well, yeah. basically, it's like ten minute sprints of blood and gore and it's fucking awesome this is just and this is what like held these shows together basically well it was the thing that broke up the monotony for sure you had to have this some you put this right in the middle and maybe that's why the butcher match doesn't work and the crowd doesn't really know what to make of it but you put this kind of thing right in the middle of your card and yeah maybe people are bring some juice to the whole thing i don't mean just mean blood i mean like intensity yeah it's actual feud maybe people are sick of seeing fucking a a guy find a cool way to reverse a headlock takeover like it's cool yeah we love to see that uh hc loke and tony devito hit people with boogaloo's hubcaps (laughs) yeah yes yeah it's great it's the best stuff oh hell yeah i i you know not the best match of the bunch there at the end, uh, but I think I am committed to some sort of special K episode now. Um, I am. I am I'm, I'm with it. I have two ideas for that. And one is we just do five scramble matches that are all nearly identical, and we try to see if we can figure out which ones are better. <laughs> like, we try to examine, like, is there anything to these matches, or is this the same thing every time? Uh, I think that could be interesting. Um, but then there's also three scramble cage matches that have some configuration of, of, uh, of special K and I believe the carnage crew are in all three too. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the thing that would give us the chance to talk about Jack Evans doing a double moonsault off the cage. Uh, but then so would that cage of death, you know, blackout Chris cash thing, which we have never talked about somehow. Kind of crazy, right? We have never covered that match. Or the, or the scramble cage. Um, but yeah, it's great. And um, I think I've been saying Izzy the whole match. Dixie is the one I like. It's Dixie. I don't know. It, it, one of them is great. The one that's shorter and didn't blow the... Sp- the blonde. The, yeah, the blonde. The blonde brother. The, yeah. The, the brother of the dark hair, He no. cuts a brief backstage promo covered in blood after the match. I wonder what he's doing these days. He's great. I think it is Dixie. Yeah, I think Dixie's my guy. Um, special K. And the Carnage Crew. And podcast. Podcast. Three hours and 12 minutes. 
is what the t- <laughs> well, well it'll it'll probably work its way down to like 259 you know how long it took no i'm gonna make it longer you know how long it took uh leone to get his cut of once upon a time in america that was uh this length onto it <laughs> and into uh, under under the eyes of people who would care and could, guess what? It, it's unwatchable. It's very bad movie. <laughs> yeah. I hope this podcast is better than that. Um, we're going to record in a couple days very yeah. spe- with a very special guest. And then I think, I mean, now's the time to do it, right? We should be doing this. And I enjoyed watching this. So we'll see if I get burned out pretty quick. But we're going to be doing some episodes. Um, we, we got a million ideas. And we got some actual guests planned. So we're gonna yeah, we have, some some get, we have guests. We have just like random bullshit that you and I can do. We can yeah. do a lot of things. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, <clears throat> and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It's so weird, but I, I, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll say this part now. Dude, I fucking want, but we want these fucking reviews. I like, the, I like it. Talking. I like it. We, we like to get the people talking. Email. Uh, Wrestling is gross at gmail.com. I've still it's, never gotten an email that wasn't from Libsyn. Or, <laughs> so you're gonna send a fucking email you, in, man. I, 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 if, if people start emailing, mail. if people start emailing you'll wrestling is it. gross uh, at gmail.com or like DMing, I don't know. We could, I would love to do a fucking just a question bag fucking episode where all we do is people get to say, talk to me for 15 minutes about this dumb thing that I was thinking about. Because uh, I don't know. The show is not so much an examination of things specifically it's let's pick a subject and see where it leads us so give us no yeah we we, we the, the matches are a guideline it's just that it's fun to talk sometimes about sometimes we nail it sometimes we come up with a perfect like you know this is we figured out road dog yeah <laughs> every we now and then Tony, yeah dude, we figured out we did DeVito, i think man. i think this is this is the beginning i think you're gonna start to see it Meltzer's going to be in six months talking about how Tony DeVito was like the most underrated guy of the ECW and TNN era. Oh, I, sh- I should have mentioned this, dude. Have you seen Dennis Quaid recently and how much he looks like Dave? No, I'll look it up. It's wild. I just watched uh, The Parent Trap. I was watching all the Nancys, you know? Yeah. Her first her first directed movie. Great movie. Well, good movie. Well. He <laughs> looks like fucking Dave, right? He looks great. Looks great. Who's a, who has like uh, larger biceps? Dennis Quaid or Dave Meltzer? God, I bet Quaid is like a hardcore like fitness guy. Oh man, what a good I dude! I think Quaid probably has better abs, but I would go with Meltzer for the arms. You know, he's Meltzer's married. Gun show, you man. think so? Yeah. Oh, Meltzer like stealing uh, Meg Ryan away. <laughs> Dennis Quaid. Oh, um, well, thank you death to america and um you know you know uh as our vice president said enjoy the long weekend enjoy the long though, weekend that was so tight I, and it, I, I, that was so sick yeah you pissed off so it was such a stupid thing to tweet but it fucking rocked yeah because everybody who's gonna really get mad at that tweet already hates it anyway yeah does yeah. Kamala harris secretly own no but it is. It that is. Was a, that was a step in the right direction. Right. That's triggering the conservatives. Like, if you're gonna be, yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're gonna be a professional, um, like one of the, the the figureheads of the Democratic Party, then you should be just straight up trying to make people angry. Because what else is politics for in this country anymore, except for to piss off the other side? Death to America. You got anything else? Uh, you know. Just uh, hope you enjoy the show, everybody. Yeah. Isn't it nice to listen to a three-hour podcast about wrestling uh, while we wait for civilization to end?
Yeah, hosted by two fucking maniacs at the end at the end of their rope. Both of us unemployed. <laughs> 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 